this is Naya Rivera from Glee. Hi, this is Kelly Hu from X-Men 2. Hey, everybody, this is Kari Wirt. Hey, guys, this is Chelsea Hightower. This is Brett the Hitman Hart. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Hi, we're the Bengals! Yeah, this is me for the Y. Montana Fishburne. Casey, the bartender from the Hills. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten. This is Matt Gerald, Corporal Lyle Wainfleet from Avatar. This is Ever Furlong. Hey, everybody, it's James Kaisenly from Heroes. Hey, this is Kurt Angle from TNA. Hey, this is Linda Hamilton. This is Madison Riley from Grown Ups. Hey, guys, we're the Veronicas. This is Tito Ortiz, the Honey Beach Bad Boy. And this is up. All right, this is Thomas Calabro. I play Michael Mancini on Melrose Place, and you're listening to Below the Fucking Belt. And if you tell my kids I said this, I'll kill you all. <laughs> below the fucking belt? I can say that all day. In fact, below the fucking belt is where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> This is Sasha Gray. What's up, I'm Mario Lopez. Well, this is Leah Michelle. I play Rachel Berry on Glee. Hey, I'm Amber Lancaster from The Hard Times of R.J. Berger. Hi, this is Bill Goldberg. What's up, everybody? It's Candace Michelle. Hi, this is Cindy Margolis, the most downloaded woman. Hey, this is Donna Oliveri. I play Lydia on Heroes. Cleo Frangela. Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters. Hey, guys, this is Kate Vogel. I'm a singer-songwriter, and I'm on the TV show One Tree Hill. You Hi, this is Stephanie Pratt. Well, this is... This is Taz Taylor from Pretty Wild. My name is Natasha Alam. I'm playing Evetta on True Blood. Hi, my name is Tori Wilson. And- hey, guys, I'm Rob Osgood from MTV's The Hills. Hey, everybody, this is Jocelyn James. Big Sexy Kevin Nash. Hi, I'm Alan Saunders, who is Bonnie from Sci-Fi's Caprica. And come black me, Bloodville. Hi, I'm Angela Kinsey from NBC's The Office. Hi, my name is Amy Stock. I play Missy Mom in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Hey, everybody, it's Christina Lee. I played Emily Valentine on Honor 210. Hi, this is Emily Swallow. I play the armorer in The Mandalorian. This is Jackie Tone from American Idol Season 8. All right, I'm Jake Busey. You may know me from such movies as Starship Troopers. Hey, it's Jeremy Piven. What's up, everybody? I'm Jimmy Wong. You can catch me in the upcoming live action Mulan. This is King Kong Bundy. Hey, this is Louis Ozoa. I'm Michelle Monaghan. I am Rachel Brosnahan. And I play Rachel in House of Cards. This is Teddy Sears from CW's The Flash. All right, I'm Gabrielle Carteris. I'm president of SAG AFTRA. Gene Okerlund will do. Hi, I'm Henry Thomas from ET, Legends of the Fall, Gangs of New York, and Ouija, Origin of Evil. Hey, what up, you guys? It's your girl Vivica Fox. Uh, my name's Derek Cecil. I play Seth Grayson on House of Cards. I'm Fan on the Magician. What's your name? I'm Brittany Kern in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Jay Taylor. I play Katie on the Magicians. Hi, this is Martin Cove. A lot of you know me as the sensei in the Karate Kid. And you're listening to the Below the Belt show. And if you don't listen hard, there's no mercy. We're here at Actress Extraordinaire, Zoe Kravitz. Good to have you here at the Creative Coalition dinner. You must be enjoying Sundance so far this week. Yeah, it's great. I've only been here for two days, and I've already like had so much happen and seen so much cool shit stuff. <laughs> you can say, say it. The Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> <laughs> 
shows from WMBC all the way to BTB at home and we are still going strong and it is um, I'm so happy that we've gone 800 episodes long thank you um, <laughs> since way back when and uh, we had to assemble some of BTB's current and favorite hosts co-hosts guest co-hosts and a very talented group that will be joining us. So these are the favorite. Well, this is this is a, some of them. I don't think I'm the favorite at all. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of favorites over. This is the best we could find tonight, <laughs> <laughs> including you're really digging. You really digging bottom of the barrel. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I literally yeah. just found it's our 800th episode by editing our show and taking note. Wait a minute, 788, 798, 799. Holy fuck! It's our 800th episode. So I. I was like, literally, just wanted to have a super show of some of the best and brightest here on Below the Belt Show. Guys, I'm Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most here for your weekly pleasure, guys. Uh, And uh, wow, if you heard the opening promo, that's just a smidgen of the guests we've had over the course course of so many years. Great interviews, (laughs) great people we've talked to um, over the phone via video conferencing and in person so we really btb my favorite yeah btb has stretched the gamut with with the the celebrity interviews so um but let's go ahead and introduce this amazing panel guys let's start with that's right he's been there since day one uh he is the one and only king of the 80s the demotivational speaker the one and only chachi mcfly i mean 800 shows that means that you booked and (laughs) Edited 800 shows, Al. It's wild. That's a lot. That is, that is crazy. Well, technically 797, but yeah, we're going to get to the other thing. <laughs> well, and plus we had, you know, at our, um, you know, on-air productions, we had another like 150 to 200 shows. So right. uh, in reality, we're around like 1,000 shows right now, but we're just going to say Jeez. it's 800. That's we're going to say fucking shows. That's a lot yeah. of shows. That is a lot of goddamn shows. Um, it's a celebration, so I hope everybody has... Their spirited drink of choice, uh, mine would be Pinot Grigio, um, and happy Valentine's for all the lovers on Below the Belt Show that that have had a uh, a Valentine's Day. But uh, and she's well, one person's all dressed for the occasion, and that's exactly right. Let's go ahead and I mean, her. I'm always dressed for a holiday. And that's that's Darth Paul. Darth, how you doing? <laughs> Darth Paul. <laughs> Actually, you're referring to Morgan Fabulous, aka. Okay. All of Daenerys Targaryen's uh, monikers, yes. also known as Miss Light Skin Talent, Miss LST. Sure. <laughs> That's never going to die. <laughs> Morgan Fab, we are happy to have you. And, and you're also the Jets. Can I add the Jet Setter of BTV? Sure. 
Let's yeah. add that in there. Jet setter, your grace, <laughs> breaker of chains, Man. mother of dragons. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So we're going to get dragons on this episode, Al? Yeah. We got to get, well, I mean, more people got fiery temper sometimes, you know? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But uh, let's go ahead and introduce the, the man that already spoke. He is six foot eight, and you can't teach that. He is also known as the Sith Lord. He is the one and only Paul. Well, it's actually the one and only Darth Paul Wallace. I am a Sith Lord. <laughs> there, he, there he is. The Sith Lord at the collectible shop uh, joining us here on BTV. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think this guy can do the intro that we've yearned for for quite a while. And we are happy to have him back for our milestone oh, episode. Man. And I think he's going to um, <laughs> he's going to start our flight off. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Man, it's been so long. It just brings back such good memories. All right, here we go. Ready? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying there, BTB. Please keep your seat backs and your and your tray tables in their upright and locked position and your seatbelts fashioned while we cruise at a nice cruising altitude of celebrities and topics of pop culture that's right and 800 800 shows 800 far. shows man that's yeah he nice. sounds a little rusty after all that's those flights nuts. canceled <laughs> <laughs> seriously seriously captain it's good to have you back man it is great good. to be back yeah. man i missed you guys yeah, it's been it's been what well i can tell you how long it's been because it's been since my daughter was born and that was 15 <laughs> months ago so it's been over yeah, a year man. except for my little cameo wow. That's I had a little great. cameo, but that's it's flying into family skies. That's right, man. That's but, right. You know, the beauty Good of for BT, you. The beauty yeah, of BTV awesome. at home is that we can welcome our favorite co-hosts from all across the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Captain you yeah, man, it's so good to have you back, man. Yeah. This is a, a really and, and you know what? I, I just there's so much, so many people from below the belt show over the years that I wanted to bring on that. Our guests tonight are actually pre-recorded interviews that we did at the Farpoint Con in Hunt Valley, Maryland. Very cool. um, if, That's cool. if you're if you're a fan of Futurama and Ren and Stimpy, um, B2B's own Mike the General's Zot interviewed the one and only Billy West, Very which is cool. a huge get for Below the Belt Show. In addition, yeah, no, awesome. In addition, myself, Mike the General's Zot, and Chach McFly each asked a question at a panel. For Star Trek Discovery's Wilson Cruz, uh, Wilson was always also in the uh, My So-Called Life series with Claire Danes and Jared Leto, uh, wow. which is a show that uh, was near and dear to many of our hearts, you know. Um, uh, particularly Mike General Zod, he just pretty much put his heart on, on us, you know, put his heart out on how much he loved yeah, the show. He put his, he put his butt on. <laughs> Put his heart out, you know. Uh, the heart is no, no, oh, hard probably on. It was probably his heart on. Oh, the heart on, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a whole know. different type of show. Yeah, yeah, it's, below, it's, it's below the belt show, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. It, uh, it is below the belt. Yeah. <clears throat> and Mike is going to be uh, joining us a little uh, later. He is a improv connoisseur lately. So um, after his improv training, he'll be joining us. In addition to more surprises. Yes. So, uh. So, yeah, I guess we should start with what, what do we do best here on BTB? Do we talk about entertainment? Does anyone want to share any fun Valentine's Day, uh, you know, uh, things that they did or? 
Morgan Fab. I mean, you see, you see myself on the gram. I don't need to. Do we need to talk about it? Just drop the gram at Morgan Fabulous, right? Yeah, just just visit the gram for all right. stories and <laughs> antidotes. Yeah. Anyone else want to share, Captain? You. Uh, I got my wife her favorite thing: disappointment. Oh. <laughs> I actually celebrated Valentine's Day for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good. So um, it was nice to uh, go to a French restaurant. I escaped COVID nineteen, um, uh, which was a good thing because I would have had to cancel dinner plans. That's good. Uh, that was a good thing. That's yeah, good. I went to a nice French restaurant and enjoyed some wine. And uh, yeah, it was just did nice. You eat, it was, did you eat snails? Escargots. Yeah, you know those. <laughs> you know those Valentine's uh, limited menus. They don't oh. put everything on there. You know they. You, and sometimes they're prefix, and they usually yeah. give like a couple choices. You know. Right, and they're twice as expensive as they normally are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This one. Everything uh, in the heart shapes. This one came with a uh, glass of champagne, though, so that was. That was cool. So uh, was it as good as the uh, French restaurant from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No, I haven't been there. I need to go. Did you say you were Abe Froman? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan, you know that one. I love it. Yes. Who doesn't know that one? Love it. Well, happy Valentine's to all our listeners. That could be that could be you, Al. (laughs) Could be. Could be. But yes, BTB, what we do on BTB is talk about everything going on in the world of entertainment. So let's go ahead and let's throw it out, everything going on. So here we go with the theme. It is time for the Hollywood Report. That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain. That's right, Benji and Joel doing it, doing it first eight hundred times. Yeah, thanks for not flagging Ooh. that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? Right? See now you just jinxed us, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, that was awesome. Um, I tell you, it was. Uh... All right, so yeah, let, let's start with the. God, I got thrown off for a second, but yeah, let's <laughs> let's start with the box office, guys. Um, a movie about male strippers is the top of the box office, guys, and it was actually interesting. I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't think you would see it, Darth Paul. I don't know if that's your type of movie. That's Magic Mike's Last Dance, and they actually planned the release of this movie strategically mm-hmm. for Super Bowl okay. weekend because oh. it's a predominantly female audience that watches um, Channing Tatum and all the guys, you know, strut their stuff and and whatnot. So they know that Super Bowl is typically a slower weekend box office wise, but they, uh, yeah, that's a number one movie. Um, which I thought they released it like around Val, like for Valentine's Day. Like I thought that's what the whole point of releasing think, it now was. Well, yeah, Valentine's see, I don't know. I mean, like a lot of chicks don't like football, so they figure, hey, we could get the non-football audience while everybody else yeah, is watching. Yeah, they'll come there. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. That's, that's probably a hard, very good point. But I mean, a lot of women to bring their husbands to see. Um, <laughs> no. I, I mean, those movies, I, I want to see, I'm going to see it because I've seen the first two. As you guys also know, like I'm a trained dancer, like ballet, tap, jazz, mom. One of the best. I love, the best I know. I love choreographed dance. So I watched the second one like a couple, like a couple days ago. And I was like, 
I cannot get through this. It is so terrible. Only when <laughs> they did the choreographed dancing was I like, okay, this is good. So like the third one, I mean, I love Salma Hayek. Like, I think she's going to be great. But like, I saw more people and I saw more choreographed dancing. So like, I feel like that's going to be good. But like, I, the acting was terrible. Like I was on my Peloton, like pedaling. And I was like, this is absolute <laughs> trash. Like the acting is so bad, so bad. So that's my take on those. On those films, for sure. Yes. And then second and third was James Cameron. Can you believe Way of the Water? Of course, we expected that one. Number two. Yeah. With another seven million. But number three was a movie he released in 1997. Oh, Titanic. Titanic. He's still milking that cash cow, man. Wait, is this part two? No, it's 3D now. That's right, 3D Ooh. and in 4K. I do not want to oh, represent wow. that. Like, I, I remember seeing it, and I was very young, and I was like, mm-hmm. it was very sad for me. So, like... Man, ooh. bring me back to 1997, right? I don't want to relive yeah, that. I don't want to relive that. Yeah, it's, it's very... Well, Fuck, it's, man. It's so Billy Zane some... needs money, so I mean, he, they need to do something to get money. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know that guy's been living on Titanic money. No, he's unsinkable. <laughs> Yeah. He is unthinkable. He is unthinkable. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you mentioned how women don't um, watch football. But number four on the list was the eighty for Brady movie. Mm. Um, so that that uh, you know that still got lines is uh, even though it really wasn't you know loosely. About well, they weren't hot women. They maybe were at one time, but they're like kind of old now. <laughs> they, were, they were in the eighties, probably. Yep, exactly. Eighty on Brady, eighty-four Brady. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll say that. I'll say that one for the privacy of my home. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I thought it looked kind of cute. I don't know. It's very, very it erotic. Looked cute. Yeah. It looked not cute. erotic. It was. You don't think it's erotic? I mean, it's no Golden Girls level, but it's still true. pretty erotic. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. And uh, number five is Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. That rounds up the top. Of the box office, but uh, scheduled to dominate, of course, this weekend is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Quantumania, which, uh, yeah, this is Paul Rudd's uh, return. This is the third Ant-Man film. And Have uh, you heard anything about it, Al? Because, I mean, I heard the reviews. I heard yeah. Some, some I heard reviews. It. Yeah, what, what have you heard, guys? You got- so I heard it's the second rotten scored film in the MCU. Nice. Yeah, just above yeah. Eternals. Just yeah. above yeah. the Eternals. Just above Ooh, that's Eternals. not. Yeah. That's not, not good. good that is not. Yeah. I don't know. Good. If Paul Rudd can save it. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. I mean, I, I had promise for it too. I mean, it's, uh, it looked good in previews, but I mean, I don't know. It's like, but then again, the, 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 the it's just critics right now. And critics, I don't know what they're talking about because they like the Eternals. So it's like, do you typically true. side with the audience score or more the critic score? For me, the audience score, especially with the audience, audience score. score. I mean. Always the audience score. Yeah. It depends. But or the, the score, opposite of the critic score. There yeah, you go. But, yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Right. But, you know, the audience with Marvel, are, they're such marks that they will, like, say, oh, it's the best movie ever, even though it's a shit movie. And they, they can't <laughs> they can't bear to say that any Marvel movie is shit. Yeah, Eternal's got more credit than it should have got. Because yeah, there's is, Mickey yeah. Mouse in the shadows with a gun to their head. That's why. <laughs> oh, if you think yeah. that's going to be bad, what about Indiana Jones? Did you hear what the budget is oh. on that now? It's up $300 million. Yeah, that's, poor that's up poor Harrison Ford. Yeah, he, 
He just wants all of his characters to die. Um, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna get to the trailers, but uh, I mean, Harrison um, Ford yeah. is great in 1923. If you watch that series, yes, yes, yeah. he's great. He's, an, he's amazing. Yeah, he oh, because he was born in 1923. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't care. He's he's. He's our national treasure. Now that Betty he White's gone, treasure. he's our yeah, new yeah. national treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Look at with that, man. I think maybe let's see. I'm reading here that the the film takes place almost entirely in the quantum realm. So I just feel yeah. that's a lot of a lot of CG a of green yeah. screen yeah. overload. Yeah. You know. Oh, I just said I'm probably gonna wait till Disney Plus. You're gonna wait till Disney Plus. Probably. Okay, Paul. Um, I heard the Modoc character looks really strange because basically Modoc's just a giant head on a small body. Which it's like, I uh, could you imagine how that would be in CGI? Yeah. Kinda... Well, they should just. Well, why did they just hire Peter Dinklage? <laughs> well, they could have. I mean, <laughs> and, I don't yeah. know. I mean, that would have been. I, that, I, feel that like, I think, I think Pat, Marvel's Pat glory Noswell. days are over now. Pat Noswell will always will forever be Modoc. That's right, the animated series on Hulu, right? Yeah, that was, that actually, was, it was actually pretty good. Me, right? um, when yeah. we had the, our guest on, I believe yeah, you tuned in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that I was, agree. Was, the MCU died with, with Avengers Endgame. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been good this whole the whole phase, oh, except for, except for Spider-Man. Um, the last Spider-Man. Spider-Man was great. Yeah, but Spider-Man's Spider-Man is part of Sony, so that's not even part fully yeah. MCU. Right. And, the, and Spider-Man was great, was open. I want, I'm not going to say Spider-Man was great. Spider-Man was good, but okay. they were better, in my opinion. Did anybody also catch that commercial during the Super Bowl for Disney? It was like, they didn't, had nothing new on that commercial. It was like highlighting their 100 years and it was like all stuff that was older. It was like, nothing new was on that commercial, like those highlighting accomplishments for Disney. I mean, they had Ray, I guess, but it's like, yeah. that was the newest thing they had. That's interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... It was just old Star Wars movies, old Marvel movies, Ray, Frozen. I mean, well, but like nothing new because it sucks. Well, let's mm. talk about some of the trailers. Speaking of Marvel and Disney, uh, The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, which aired during uh, Super Bowl on Sunday. Um, yeah. I-, I love the trailer. I mean, you know, this is um, basically James Gunn's goodbye to the Marvel Universe as he's going to be the DC guy now, as you know. Yeah. I'm predicting uh, everybody's gonna die. Everybody's well. I I really believe Drax is gonna die because oh, Dave didn't, said didn't they that, confirm that. I don't did not yet, but Drax oh, oh. Dave Batista confirmed that he's no longer playing Drax and that he's there, done. You can have somebody else do it. Just put that's a lot of prosthetics. That's so like they could have I'm somebody actually, do it. I'm actually buddies with a stunt double. I mean, it wouldn't be surprised me if they yeah I don't know did something with that. That would be. Are you talking about Dave Samante? No, I'm talking about okay. my buddy Gar- Gary Peebles is, was oh. um, was his double for um, Infinity War Endgame, oh, nice. and then his uh, his ho- the oh, holiday cool. special they did. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. That must have been a hell of a gig, man. That's awesome. Dave's a really yeah, cool yeah. guy. He's a DC boy, man. So. Oh yeah, Dave Samante. Well, he's doing all right too. He's man. doing he all right in, too. He was yeah. in Wakanda. Yeah, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. forever. One good. of the uh, yeah. Navi, well, not the Navi. Well, these are blue, like the Navi and Avatar. What, <laughs> what are the blue the... kitty people? Yes, yes, that that people there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so in the trailer we saw Star Lord reunited with his ex Gamora, and of course, you know, this is a different Gamora in an alternate timeline, so she hasn't yep. fallen in love with uh, Peter Quill. 
and uh, Starler, that is. And uh, it's interesting because, you know, he's still in love with her, but she's not loving him back, you know. So it's kind of nice. You kind of see that that love story going on right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is uh, interestingly enough. Um, well, this is what James Gunn said. Says He said, this is the end of that story. I'm sorry. Some stories have, have an end. It doesn't mean everybody dies, is what he said about <laughs> the film at the San Diego Comic-Con. But I have a feeling uh, there's going to be a couple deaths. Um, so yeah. we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. Wow, some other great what? Super Bowl trailers. Um, the Flash. Um, this one oh, was, that was great. That was very exciting. James Gunn is very happy about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is pre- That film is pretty much the end of, of DCEU. Um, and, and, and it's kind of ending on a and a uh, acceptable note. See, I don't know. I don't know about that because it, it seems like there's a big push right now to try to get the DCEU put onto like the streaming service and then continue on separate from the James Gunn U. I have not heard about that. I, I just, just think they're gonna. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Al. No, no. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say I, I feel bad for them trying to push Michael Keaton to do so much to make everyone forget that Ezra Miller kidnapped people. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I mean, how do you forget that? How do you get uncanceled from that? He really got uncanceled. Wait, wait, wait! He's not a he. Remember, he's a them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Or they? 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 Sorry, they got uncanceled. That's probably that's probably why then. Is that probably? You said you said they got him canceled. (laughs) (laughs) They got they they got them canceled. They got them. Oh wow! Person, man, that's weird. I apologize for that. (laughs) Be careful, Ezra Miller might come and kidnap you. He he might. He might do that. (laughs) But the, the kidnapping people was much worse than what a lot of other people got canceled for. That's true. Yeah. Epstein list is coming out this week, apparently, what? so there might well, be a lot more canceled. That came out on Reddit a few days ago. But they said that was the they they, they said that was a preliminary one, but they said they're this one's going to be the more legit one. So that was oh, people wow. who were on the plane. So that's this gonna is going to be, be a more legit about, one. That's going to be a must. Well, there's going to be a lot of people removed from that list before it's released. Right. A lot of black. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that that's yeah. that's crazy, well, man. Well, we that's took crazy. a turn from the Flash, didn't we? Did we yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about the Flash. We'll go oh, hey, Ezra might have been on that island too. We don't know yet. We don't know. We don't know. But what I was happy to see was Michael Keaton as as yeah. I am the Batman. So <laughs> he said the line. We're all yeah. very happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you happy to see Michael Keaton back, albeit a very oh, yeah. short return because I don't think he's coming back again. But you know oh, they had that's his name in there too. They had Affleck in there also. They do. They got them both. Good. Part of me kind of hopes that they rope Christian Bale in for one last one too. That would just be tight. Oh, that'd be cool. To bring yeah. all three of them in. Or if they really wanted to fuck with everybody, George Clooney. Gosh. <laughs> or CGI uh, Adam West in there somehow. There you go. That could work too. Yeah. Or, or poor voiceless Val Kilmer. <laughs> oh man, that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, th- I have a feeling there's going to be some surprises, but I, I'm guessing they had to like the you know the end credit scene. They had to edit where necessary because it's not gonna there's not gonna be continuation of that because that's the end of the DCU. Um, yeah. Well, technically Aquaman two is, but well, I don't know because he said they said they're gonna continue with Ezra Miller, so it's like I don't know. Maybe unless they switch mm-hmm. Ezra Miller out with the guy who's on the TV show, and they can continue it on the same storyline with uh, Augustine, yeah. the, with some of those guys. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. We will see. We will see. 
And you said that you said that DC is um EU is in this movie. DC yeah. well the DC EU uh, ends with EU who sings the song the butt right from DC. EU. They were doing doing the butt. Oh, that's, 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 that's DC's. That's DC's EU. EU. Yeah, oh, EU. Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? No, this is the DC okay. extended universe. That's a good song. I would, I would have saw that movie just for that. Just for that. <laughs> you know what? Ezra Miller would love that song. I'm pretty sure of that. Ah, sexy, sexy. Oh, yes, oh my, oh you my. Want that okay. notion. Put your back belt in motion. Ow. Yeah, do it. Yeah. The butt. That's from DC, DC Zone right there. DC Zone. Um, so, um, yeah, some big movies based on our childhood toys include Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. This is the seventh uh, installment. The I'm actually is- excited for this one because I used to watch Beast Wars as a kid, man. Exactly, yes. But, but here's... How does it go from G1 to Beast Wars? They skipped over G1 completely and went right to Beast Wars. It makes no sense. Because they understand that the millennials will go and see this in theaters. <laughs> is that what it is? That's yeah. probably it. Yeah, because the, the G1, they, they weren't feeling G1, but they're feeling Beast Wars. Yeah, man. So, so yeah, I mean, it basically it was Autobots and Decepticons primarily, but now with the Beasts, um, which are known as um, the Maximals. The Predacons and the Terracons. Yes. So instead of cars, they are machines that convert into animal-like forms. So there you go. That's something we haven't seen yet in the, in the live-action Transformers movies. So that would be good to see. Right? Unless you consider the Dinobots. The Dinobots were technically animals. But what yeah. about the girlfriend? Didn't, didn't the girlfriend turn into a robot, too? Remember Sam had that girlfriend in like the second or third movie? Oh like yeah, the tail. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I heard I heard if you don't see this movie, you're transphobic. Is that true? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Oh my god. Right. Yeah, but I'm I'm holding out into the GoBots today. The GoBots movie, on the yes, scene. Yeah. Yes. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> it's only a matter of time, Chach. It's only a matter yeah, of time. Like, uh, that's like poor kids like me couldn't afford the um, big, expensive Transformer sets. Had right. to like settle for the GoBots, <laughs> and I'm still, still like, still so, salty about it. The Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, was, was a part of our childhood. They dropped the new trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie, which kind of uh, was like an ad for the Super Mario Brothers plumbing. Yeah. Yes. Um, which is really cool. It was kind of yeah. cool to see a low budget kind of. Uh, trailer you know like um but uh it was a lot of fun and then the extended one that wasn't on the super bowl um you know come you know was merged with the trail that we've already seen which again they had, 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 they had the theme song from the cartoon and they had the theme song for the cartoon as well yeah, yeah. How, do, how do you guys feel about chris pratt as mario <laughs> I, I have mixed feelings on that i mean yeah i, I grew up with captain lou as mario so that's like right yeah, Captain Lou is great. I mean, unfortunately, he's gone. I mean, yeah. the boys are Italian. They're Italian brothers, yeah. Mario and Luigi. You know, some people could be up in arms and like, well, they're not Italian, you know, but I don't know. I mean, you know, Chris Pratt's an accomplished actor. But Italians are mostly basically white, so they don't care. It could have been. <laughs> right. I mean, okay, I so, kind of wanted the Italian accent, but then people were like, yeah. oh, that's, you know, you're making fun of Italian. Oh, that's stereotyping. Yeah. As an but Italian, like, I would have preferred to have like, someone sound like Mario yeah. instead of 
vanilla ice cream, Chris Pratt, yeah. which I love Chris Pratt, but the dude's yeah. vanilla ice cream. Well, well John Leguizamo was complaining about it because, I mean, they didn't have Italians, but he wasn't Italian either. So no, he wasn't. I wanted to hear, it's a me, Mario. It's a me, it's a right. me. Right. <laughs> and like, and like, not everybody needs to speak uh, perfect English to, um, <laughs> you know, or, or is racist. <laughs> Some people people talk all different kinds of ways, and like yep. you know, there's people that actually sound like Mario out in this world. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't have to be a stereotype, right? Right. No. no saying, somebody's gonna be offended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I got I got plenty of Italian plumbers in my family, and that's how they right. sound. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not a stereotype. It's a reality. Right. It is. It is a reality, right. but. It is what it is. We will be watching, though, I'm sure. Uh, I'm excited yeah. for that. It's going to have a lot of Easter eggs in that movie, I'm sure, yes. from all the games. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. And it can't be as bad as the last one that they did. Oh, God, the last one was so bad. Oh. <laughs> Are you talking about the 1993 one with, with yes. Lou Albano? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not with Lou Albano, with a no. guy from Roger Rabbit. Bob Hoskins. Oh, Hoskin. I don't that's, think okay. I saw yeah, that's, that's right. the same one. That's the same one. Yeah, no, 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 Albano wasn't in that. He was in the cartoon show. Oh, yeah, yeah Captain Lou cartoon. was the cartoon. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. That's absolutely right. I forgot about they that. Had the live action segments. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. All right, back to Indiana Jones at a Dial of Destiny. They had another trailer, and they really, really showcased that de aging CG, um, which has really improved over the years. I mean, it's it, it was yeah. amazing bringing back. Yep. The Harrison Ford that we 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 saw in the original, you know, Indiana Jones movies. So you think there's going to be a six one out? And he's it's just going to be a CGI Harrison Ford. It's all no. going to be deep fake. We'll just watch. He said this is, uh, he said. Yeah, a lot of deep I mean, fake. Going on. Like, you think they're just going to screw it up though? I'm I'm so nervous about this one because I want it to be great. Right. Like, well, what I heard is they had to refilm the whole thing because originally he was going to die, and the Fleabag was going to take over for him and and all the adventures and just give the gift. Give all the items back to the people the items belong to, like the right. Oh, really? I hope not. Yeah, so okay. they had to do away with that because everybody hated that. The so test like, screenings. Okay. Did that really, you heard that? Wow. Well, that's, that's what I heard, and I was like, God, that would ruin the whole. That thing. must have been like a Reddit thing because you know John Williams said that he had to like redo the score. Right. You know, so yeah. it kind of makes sense that they had to do, but you know, Mangold is director James Mangold is completely denying that was the case, but that might have been just. Something they're trying to keep. I mean, they're up to three hundred million dollars now, so something had to get that budget up there. So it's like they they definitely refilmed something. Right. Yeah, right. and like you know, and like Disney's going to screw it up, and like you know, I I don't want to be I don't be disrespectful, but if they have Disney like like blowing a guy, I'm going to be upset. Like I don't want to see it. <laughs> like I want like, don't change the character, you know, for twenty twenty three or whatever. guys. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, speaking of sequels, uh, or you know, the Creed um, three trailer just dropped. See, I have uh, mixed feelings on that too because he's like, dude, I don't want to film in Philadelphia anymore, so I'm going to film in Los Angeles. So he's well, they did the first two film. I mean, you know, you got to mix it up, man. I know you're missing work, right? I just and appreciate they, that uh, Michael B. Jordan's directing this one. I think that's cool. That's right. Cool. He is directing, yeah. I was hoping to see Darth Paul get in the, get in the ring and box a little bit. There you go. There you go. I just got a few Michael. pounds, but I can do it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But you have to admire, um, yeah, um, Jonathan. Um, sure, Rangers, who's who's going to be the, pro- the antagonist, and uh, yep. he's also Kang the Conqueror, and getting in right. and, boxing shape looking ripped um so uh 
Yeah, that would be. I mean, this is man, that guy is like all over the place. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks really good, thought, real gritty. I mean, I'm not sure how it's going to be without Rocky in it. Um, I don't know. Right. Exactly. And I'm still curious what that what went down with that. You know, why he wasn't in it? Like, did he get pushed out? Yeah. Why was Stallone? Was Stallone not really? Um, did he not really divulge that? No, uh, he did kind of get pushed out from what I heard, and I heard they are going to maybe do another Rocky movie. Okay. So, like, remember at the end of the last one, he kind of met up with us. I think they're going to try to do. He trains his son because remember his son didn't want to box, and his son's probably okay. going to eventually fight Creed. I think that's what's going to happen eventually. But that okay. be a good one. That would be good. Yeah. All right. What about the Fast X trailer? Um, oh God. Oh God is right. Jason Momoa <laughs> is in it. Um, Vin Diesel. I mean. Um, I'm pretty sure they have Paul Walker, you know, on strings like, yeah. like Weekend at Bernie's or something. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Too soon? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just a bunch of fucking explosions and then crazy yeah. car chases. and What number um, is this? Ten. 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 I think well, I see, how like... does, here's what gets me. How does it go from being like a normal street racing movie to them being like super spies and with super cars with them stealing dvd players to lo- to literally being in outer space in the last one what? right well no they were outer space in the fiero at that that's right yeah. what, weren't they like the tv vcr combos that they were sta- yeah. they were stealing yes yeah. the first one <laughs> that's how long ago that was it's crazy how how that franchise has evolved, guys. But uh, devolved, devolved. It's devolved. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'll be watching. Is it one of those things if it's on and, and you know it's streaming? Yeah, I, might I stopped watching them. I don't think I'll, I'll be wait till it's streaming. I'm not gonna pay thirty bucks to go to a exactly. movie to watch that. Exactly. Yeah. No. It's, it's exactly. See, I, I know Vin on. Diesel stunt double. And I can be honest with you. Vin Diesel does nothing. I mean, when I worked on a, uh, what do you call the what was that movie I was on? Um. The last, the last witch, right? Yeah, the, the last witch on I worked on. I mean, his stunt double did ninety percent of the work. He did. He showed up yeah. for a few days, and that was basically yeah. it. That sounds like Vin Diesel. <laughs> I, I thought you nice. said. I thought you said you were his stunt double at first. No, I wasn't his stunt double on that. That's what I thought. I, I definitely see the resemblance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like looking in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and the um, the last Super Bowl trailer was the film Air, which is all about it's a biopic. About the Nike Air Jordans, uh, Michael Jordan's uh, famous. So that means shoot. it's not about the Ohio uh, air quality right now. Not no. about the Ohio <laughs> air quality, yeah. Nice. But it's uh, Ben Affleck <laughs> and Matt Damon, the, the best friends. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, Viola Davis is in it. Chris Tucker's in it. Um, probably be good. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it'll be really good. Yeah, Wait, I know biopics. Chris Tucker's and... in it. I mean, does that mean Jackie Chan's going to be there too? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 no, nice people will be though. Yeah. <laughs> and there was one non-Super Bowl trailer that just got dropped, and that's the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And so we yeah. got a first glimpse at Melissa McCarthy's Ursula. Um, and, you, and you know what? I thought the effects were great. You know, we just we saw that opening with the singing, mm-hmm. you know, part of that world, and then saw. Haley ba- Bailey's Holly Bailey's version of uh, the Little Mermaid, you know, swimming in the ocean and all the sea creatures. Um, and uh, I gotta admit, the effects look great. So I'm, I won't yeah, judge. I think it looks good. I will that, ha- I won't that Holly Berry doesn't doesn't age at all. I'll tell you Holly what. <laughs> <laughs> like she doesn't look a she doesn't look a day over a swordfish. I know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nice. Holly Bailey. Mm. It's kind of like the Bill Nye, yeah. Bill Nye. Yeah. 
I mean, it is weird that their names are very similar. And the actual, have you seen the real Halle Berry lately? Because she still also looks still stunning. But yeah. yes, I, I remember that topless scene in Swordfish. Oh my God! Right, we'll never was, forget it. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> gonna watch it after this show again. Yeah, exactly. You brought it up. There, there you go. There you go. What about the one where she, where it's her and uh, Billy Bob Thornton? What's that one? Yes. Got yes. the Oscar for? Yes. Oh, uh, Monsters Ball. Monsters yeah. Ball. Monsters Ball. Yeah. Got an Oscar for a sex scene. That's for right. Her. And don't forget Storm in the X Men movies, the first X Men oh, movie. <laughs> She is fantastic. Um, yeah. And one, one other, speaking of Jonathan Major, one more other movie that's coming out is a, is a bodybuilding feature. I guess he went from boxing in Creed 3 straight to this uh, film. It's called Magazine Dream. So it got a lot of uh, strong reviews at Sundance. And he's a man determined to make it in the world of bodybuilding, even as he faces a number of struggles from dealing with feelings of alienation, anger issues, and looking for his ailing grandfather. So... Another film to look forward to. Um, oh, wait, wait, hold on. You hit, the, hit an alien grandfather? That's pretty cool. Ailing. <laughs> ailing. Not ailing. Oh, I thought you said alien. Ailing. As his uh, father's. That would make a whole different movie right there. That would have been a better movie. They should have made his grandfather an alien. <laughs> I would have watched it. It sounded like, it sounded like shit until Al said he had an alien grandfather. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. This is. This is, took a twist here. That's like M. Night Shyamalan there. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All right, his body, but all the whole time he was like part right. alien. <laughs> I guess just pushing mar- the button, and all the muscles just pop out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Kevin Feige was uh, recently interviewed. We have some Marvel news for upcoming films in production. Um, so basically, he said that the fourth Spider-Man film has been written. All right. So of course, okay. that's due to the fact that No Way Home. You know, grossed uh, over one billion worldwide, one of the top-grossing movies. So of course you have to go back. Yeah, Kevin Feige pumped that well until it's bone dry. <laughs> right. yeah, milk that cash cow. Yeah. He also confirmed that dead. Tell Tom Holland's his age of uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> they can keep it going if they wanted to. Yeah. And finally, we can see Spider-Man as an adult, because goddamn it, every iteration of Spider-Man has been as a high school student. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Well, so let's see, you know, the adventures of Spider-Man yep. as adulthood. Um, Deadpool three news. Arthritis. <laughs> right. Uh, Deadpool Deadpool three will be the first rated R movie in the MCU. That's confirmed. They're Finally. not going to make it family friendly. Um, it's probably going to be in the new, more mature audiences um, subsection in Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's that they want to have more content, um, you know, that, that adults can watch, you know, and that would of course be the Deadpool movies, you know? So, um, and, um, just added to the cast is Emma Corrin. Uh, she's joining Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. And, uh, you know, Emma Corrin from the crown as princess Diana, which uh, earned her an Emmy nomination. Um, and um, that's pretty exciting. Um, also, the Blade movie um, will be filmed this year. So they're going to start production on that. Much well, they haven't started yet because, I mean, I'm still waiting for them to call me. So. Okay, I know good. it's going to be filmed in Ohio first. So. I hope I mean, it gets I know it's delayed for like months, but I, th- I think it's going to probably start in March. That could be radar, too. Yeah, they had to rewrite everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that should be cool. Um, uh, so that's Marvel. What about DC? And this is DC Elseworlds. This is the Joker 2 uh, called Folly Ado. And Todd Phillips gave us a first look of Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. Now, as you know, I love my Margot Robbie. Everyone that yeah, me too. listens yeah. to the show. But I am okay hearing that it's the Elseworld version of Harley Quinn. Um, and, you know, of course, this, is, uh, this Joker movie takes place in the uh, 60s or 70s, right? So... It's not the same the Joker. 70s. Yeah, in the 70s, right? So it's not going to be the same. So it's going to be Harley Quinn's mom. It could be Harley Quinn's mom, you know. Um, <laughs> but it, it's Elseworlds, you know. It's technically Elseworlds, so it's not going to be the same continuity. James Gunn, I implore you again. I am begging you, do not recast Margot Robbie in DCU. So <laughs> I will be so disappointed if you Yeah, he can't find a better Harley Quinn. You cannot. You cannot. I mean, I love Kaylee Cuoco's voice version yeah. on the Harley Quinn uh, animated series. I know, Big Nick, yeah, you're a fan good. of that show. It's I love that show. show, too. I haven't seen the season. I, have, I didn't like the third season, but it's pretty good. But it's a good show, yeah. She does a great yeah, voice alike, you know. But yeah. for the whole look, the entire package got to be Margot Robbie. Has to be. Has to be. Um, okay, a couple more um, movie stuff, and we'll take a classic cut break. Um, Guy Ritchie's World War II movie, The Ministry of of ungentlemanly warfare that's going to start production soon lionsgate has picked up distribution rights big cast for that henry cavill our superman um which uh remains super well many of us i mean maybe some people are okay with him is that like a sequel to league league of extraordinary gentlemen it It sounds like it right yeah the ministry of ungentlemanly warfare it's a world war ii movie it sounds good yeah also um Isa Gonzalez, um, Henry Golding, Alex Pettifer, and Carrie Ellis, among others. Um, this is oh, wow. Be... Yeah, sounds like pretty cool. So it's a it's billed as an outrageous true story about a UK prime minister, uh, Winston Churchill, and James Bond author Ian Fleming's secret World War II combat organization. So basically, this squad's unconventional, ungentlemanly, where's the title, you know, Fighting techniques against the Nazis significantly changed the course of war and gave birth to the modern black ops unit. So that's a, a film that sounds really cool on paper. Um, what else is in production? Yeah, Guy Ritchie got a lot of um, inspiration for his movies with the um, bullet that he dodged. Which one are you, are you speaking? Oh, you're talking about Madonna? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we comment recent. on her Grammy looks? And you know, we talked about Grammys last week. We didn't recent, really... recent plastic surgery. I hope it was just bad lighting, like she said. Yeah, because she was she looked so good naturally. I don't know why she ever had to do any kind of plastic surgery. If that's what it is. The yeah. Extreme. Well, they also had the satanic thing uh, on the Grammys with the the like a trans guy and uh, oh, Sam Smith. Yeah, Sam Smith. Yeah. And it was brought to you by Pfizer of all people. <laughs> was it? <laughs> by Pfizer of all people. Oh my goodness. Um, what else do we have? <laughs> um, I don't understand these like really like basic movie titles. So this is a sequel to the movie Plane, and it's yeah. called Ship. Yep, yep. That's just so basic. <laughs> and I didn't, this, yeah. I didn't see Plane. You didn't see Plane. And, plane was uh, good. I you probably it. won't see. I want to see that. About a plane. But it's just, it's so basic. The, the title. And what's so the basic. next one? Car. Yeah, the, the third one should be car. Or? I think I think automobiles. 
plane ships and automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> so you. it stars Mike Coulter, who plays accused uh, murderer Louis Gaspar in the original film. Um, and I guess, yeah, this is a sequel. Uh, basically, is he trying to still escape, I guess, and, and, and uh, hide, hide out, I guess? Well, well the, the story picks up where the storyline left off in plane. Um, with the Legionnaire disappearing into the jungles of Jolo Island, it's not clear whether Butler will return for the next film. Interesting. Gerard hmm. Butler's uh, character, Captain Brody Torrance. Um, uh, let's see. Um, we also have um, Oscar winner Morgan Freeman, Kate Marr, and Lawrence Fishburne. That's a great cast right there. Mm-hmm. They're going to start in The Little Bedroom. It's an English-language remake of the 2010 Swiss film La Petite Chambre. Oh, another fucking remake? Uh, yes, a French remake, though. So it's oh, okay, man. right? The French no, language. Boy, it sounds so promising with the names that they had beforehand. So That was one of my favorite movies. <laughs> the Little Bedroom was one of your favorite movies? Now they're going to remake it. And they're going to remake no, it. No, no, wait. What was it? Like The Petite Chalet or something you said it yeah. was? Yeah, that's right. Chambre. Yeah, my favorite. The Petite Chambre, that's right. <laughs> so it follows John, whose heart has been weakened with age, but still beats with a stubborn independence. And he refuses to entertain his sons. Michael's plan of sending him into a retirement, sending him to a retirement home. Um, so that's, uh, I guess that's Morgan Freeman. I would imagine that's Morgan Freeman, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's Lawrence Fishburne. Could be yeah, Morgan Freeman makes more sense, right? I mean, he's been old for like 40 years now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He, does, he just hit that age and stopped aging. Yeah, because wasn't he old in um? He old in Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Driving Miss Daisy. Right. He's, right. Um, he's, a, he's another national treasure. Mm-hmm. Right. Love him. Yeah. Are, crazy. I don't know what happened. Could Elliot fly. Page play Ezra Miller? As the Flash? No, that was rumored that. No, he no, did. I'm talking about a life story of Ezra Miller. It's like. Oh, if they that would work. If they wanted to do a biopic. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I do have news on Elliot Page. Um, his production company, uh, Page Boy Productions, has kicked <laughs> off. Uh, no, it's not. Is it called yeah, that? Yeah, no. It's called Page Boy Productions, yeah. Um, and it's a film called Backspot. It's a queer, cheer- it's a queer cheerleading film. Oh, thank starring God. Starring Devery Jacobs' uh, Reservation Dogs and newcomer... Can't even pronounce the name. A Rutendo as the lead. No, Chachi's all over that film, right? Wait, I'm excited not to see this. Cheerleading? A cheerleading, a queer cheerleading film, yeah. Oh. Through <laughs> Elliot Page's production company. So that's Page another. Boy. Page Boy. Okay. Does it Page start Will Ferrell? Because yeah. I, I kind of got that impression of that Will Ferrell char- character on Saturday Night Live. Remember that? Oh my God, yeah. Oh, that oh, yeah. Guy. <laughs> Him and Molly Shannon. Yep. And Molly Shannon. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, yes, um, the Rust movie will continue. Can you believe that, guys? They have a new cinematographer, which was apparently given the blessing of um, the blessing of the estate of the uh, blessing. The blessing, <laughs> yes, exactly. And um, great, yeah. Yes. And we all know the story, Helena Hutchins. <laughs> Was shot and killed on set October 2021 uh, with a um, sadly See, that's guns on set. Yep, yeah, mistakenly geez. placed into the the gun on set, which sadly killed Helena. And of course, 
Alec Baldwin, the armorer, <sighs> and the producer are all um, charged with involuntary manslaughter. Wait, wait, wait a second. Isn't Alec Baldwin the producer also? He's also the producer as well, yes. But does he get two charges? Or? That's, a good question. Question. Yeah, that's a good question. But um, he will be, yeah, sadly. Um, sadly, um, I'm curious if he'll still be involved. So I don't know. It's just a mess. It's a mess. It's a complete mess. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how much left they had to shoot. But uh, but uh, the new cinematographer. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the new cinematographer will be Bianca Klein from Marcel. The shell with shoes on. So there you go. And she's going to be wearing a bulletproof vest and full body armor, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, we yeah. can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. You're fine now. All right, yeah. So uh, let me go ahead and give you guys my sign off. Yes, you want you want to fly the plane? Night. You want to fly the plane down? Right, it's time to fly the plane. All right. Okay, so here we go. I'm gonna stand up for this, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying Air BTV. Uh, please stay in your seat with your seatbelt fastened until we come to a complete stop. Yes, that was that was the <laughs> oh, captain. God. That was flight 800, wasn't it, the uh, captain? Yeah, flight? lighting for effect. <laughs> hey, captain, that was flight that was 800. All right. Well, hey, you guys all have a good night. That's it. I can't really hear you very well. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Captain, I'm just saying that was Flight 800, wasn't it? It was, what's that? Flight number 800. Flight number 800. That's exactly what this was. Yes. Uh, I'll try and jump on more shows moving forward, guys. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for joining us for this milestone show. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Right. <clears throat> All right. Um, just one more thing on on film, and uh, I am excited to announce that Click on This Show, our sister show, has been accepted to cover the South by Southwest Festival in yeah. Austin, Texas. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Myself, um, our producer extraordinaire, Miss Elena Moscat, and a couple other hosts will be covering uh, a lot of the film screenings that's, that's going to be happening in Austin, Texas. Um, and they just announced some lineups, so I'm pretty excited to talk about. Chef Jose Andres will be doing a speech. Uh, will be like a guest speaker. Uh, Priyanka Chopra Jones, Kristen Bell, Dax Shepard, Chelsea Manning, and New Order. Wow, Bernard really? Sumner, Stephen Morris, and Gillian mm-hmm. Gilbert. And though that was one of my favorite bands of my youth, um, new wave synth pop uh, was pretty pretty awesome. And of course, there's going to be a ton of uh, film slates going on. Um, and the thing about the South by Southwest Festival is also known as a music festival, uh, interactive festival, educational festival. There's a lot of like multimedia aspects tied into this festival. So it's no longer called the South by Southwest Film Festival. It's called the South by Southwest Festival. Um, I believe they removed the film aspect because they covered so much more. Well, but, here's uh, what they should do. Should they have two different festivals, one for music, one for film? That would make more they, sense. They do have it subdivided somewhat, you know, uh, but it's still going under the same banner as South by Southwest. Uh, yeah, yeah because you kind of lose something. You think you lose something when you when you incorporate music and film? I mean, if you think yeah. about it, music and film go hand in hand because who, if you if you watch a movie if it doesn't have a score, or it doesn't have a, a cool soundtrack, you right. know. How many cool soundtracks anymore? There's not many. Everything's just rehashing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
And uh, before, I guess I'm, I was going to go to television, but I guess we'll pivot um, to uh, Super Bowl. Just a little tidbit of Super Bowl as we take, uh, and then we'll take a classic cut break. Um, because I wanted to talk about Last of Us and everything um, going on in the world of television, which we will get back to. So just going a little bit out of order, uh, Super Bowl um, was, I mean, it was very entertaining, guys. I mean, yeah, the Kansas, game. Yeah, the Kansas yeah, City Yeah, it was really entertaining. wasn't thrilled with pregnant Rihanna. I don't think that was a very good performance. But. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's talk about some of it. So, yes. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, yeah, defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. to It was a really very close game. Went back and forth until the final minutes. Mm-hmm. Until the Chiefs just ran out the clock with the field with the game-winning uh, field goal. Yeah, see, that's so disappointing when that happens, though. Because I mean, it's like just give the team a chance. Yeah. Um, but you got to give it to um, Patrick Mahomes of um, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, in oh, fact, he was, he was seen yeah, wearing a WWE championship belt with the the Chiefs <laughs> logo on it. So that yeah, was really cool. really cool. Um, you know what? I didn't really have a favorite. I mean, I was born in Philadelphia, but, you know, raised in Maryland. So mm-hmm. I didn't really, you know, I guess I should have some allegiance to Philadelphia. But, in the, you know, being an NFC team, they weren't really arriving of my beloved yeah. Ravens. Well, weren't so you able guess, to see it in St. Louis, too? Pardon? Weren't you conceived in St. Louis? <laughs> I was not conceived in St. Louis, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, oh, so then I would be torn, right? Kind of you like, would be torn, yes. Kind of like the mother of that one player. Um, if you know, oh, yeah, Kelsey, yeah. <laughs> Kelsey, right? She was actually wearing a very cool jacket, which had the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, because she had a son on both teams. And yeah. I think it was the first time brothers played on opposite teams. Yeah. I do have first, to give Mahomes a lot of credit, though, because he got hurt midway through the game, and he came back out there. So With the limping limping a little bit from mm-hmm. the ankle injury, yeah. yeah. Um, but dude, to have a mother to to kind of, ch- yeah, you know, that's be, wild. That is pretty cool. to cheer for both Kelsey, uh, well, well, you know, like if Ravens and who was if the Ravens and Patriots made it to like a playoff game or something, you know, Brock had his brother on the Ravens at one point in time. His brother was like an offensive lineman on the Ravens. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Well, weren't there the the coaches, the um, the Ravens coach? Oh yeah, the Harbaugh's. Yeah, them. The Harbaugh's. Well, yeah, that, you might have that again too, because I think Jim, uh, Jim and the, that's right. Jim, and, that I think Jim's coming back. Isn't Jim he? and John Harbaugh. That's yeah, right. Jim and yeah. John, that's that that was a that was a Super Bowl match. That's very good. I, yeah. Now I remember that, Your Grace. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. And but then the you had the Ryan against each other too, like the Rex Ryan and uh, his brother. Which one? Which brothers? Of the... You had Rex Ryan, and then you had his brother. Like they played in some kind of playoff game or something. Okay, so are we saying that the the Kelsey uh, brothers are not the, the same? Time? <laughs> or not the first time. I thought it was the first time it happened. Um, but but this first time that two brothers were qu- starting quarterbacks. So right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but were let's they right-handed about- or left-handed? Who was? The um the brothers. The brothers? I, I I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. I don't know where I'm like, going with this. I'm not sure. Well, well that, that might come in handy later on, like down the road. That may be saying, like, it's the first time we had two black quarterbacks that were left-handed. In left-handed. Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I you know, it, it, it's his history's history. You know, even though, even though, um, Mr. Mahomes is a uh, light-skinned talent, isn't he? <laughs> he's also he's yeah. biracial. He's biracial. So if you want to yeah. be technical about it, well, like, that was baseball player, right? Exactly. Years, so it's like, and his mom's pretty hot. 
I saw a picture of her. Yeah. That's his wife. No, not not his, his wife. Wife's I, pretty his, too. his wife's white too, I know, but his mom's real pretty. His mom I, really, okay, I have to I have to look that yeah, up. Right. But I know his wife is really is really attractive. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what's really hot is is that one um the daughter or, of the chief's uh, owner, right? Yes. Yeah. That link, yeah. Yeah. Um I think I think I, I think I said Kansas City earlier. I mean St. Louis. I meant Kansas City. That's what you. you that's why I got. Yes. That's why you said St. Louis. Up, I was yes. like, what are you talking that's about? That's why you threw me off when you said St. Louis. Well, close enough. Like, Hold on, I'm just like <laughs> really, really screwed. Away. They're very close. That was last year. All right, let's yeah. talk about some of the performances. Um, yes, I know, Big Paul, that you were not a fan of Rihanna's performance. You got them. You have to remember, she was pregnant. She hadn't performed mm. in what six years, seven years. Um, and she was then. she was doing a performance without any guest stars. So I mean, obviously, a lot of people loved last year's, yep. you know, um, some of the greatest hip hop artists of all time on one stage. But yeah. I gotta give it up to Rihanna. You know, she she played the hits. I mean, she was pregnant, um, but still doing like a raised platform stunt. You know, yeah. You know, I mean, I thought she still like did Super it Mario. Like, oh, Super Mario. It was. Like I mean, platforms. I thought she sounded great. Um, right. I, but yes, her, her true fans are like, we haven't had music in a long time. We haven't had a tour. Where's the album? Um, right. I am not going to be the one that's like criticizing a pregnant woman because I've never been pregnant. So like, who knows what I could do at that stage, <laughs> but I, and I thought the platforms were cool, but like, I just thought, like, I didn't like what the dancers were wearing. Like, it reminded yeah. me of. I uh, thought the dancing was like. It looked like I, chickens. I, the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. It Oompa just, Loompas. Like, like, could we have gotten some different outfits? Like, astronaut suits. Like, yeah. Watching it again, I was like, okay, the dancing is good. The movement's great. Like, Riri sounded good. But, like, I just don't. Like, I, I was just like, what, why do you look like a marshmallow? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just wasn't a fan of that. Like Yeah. A lot like, of people bring are... back bring back Britney and NSYNC and Aerosmith. That, that was crazy. That's yeah. what, that is what we're talking about. And um before we get to that um hot topic that Chachi suggested what I think would be cool. Um they also a lot of people are talking about more so Cheryl Lee Ralph's um Lift Every Voice and Sing and Chris Stapleton's um national anthem renditions um people were um applauding those but but i don't know why people were criticizing rihanna i mean she did lip sync and whereas you know i'm sure well know, i also she, heard in the pregame people were criticizing the big robot dogs but apparently cheryl lee ralph was asked if she lip synced during her super bowl performance her response was does it matter does it matter no Thank you. Actually, do you know what that does? Because I mean, if you like say no, I mean, I would say yes. If I did, if I didn't, I would say no because that, that's not right. If you lip synced and then denied it, I don't think she did. It didn't sound like you did, but well, obviously Rihanna did. You know, it was mm -hmm. you know, very, very clear. But um, so the topic, I guess, um, if you were producing your own Super Bowl halftime show, who would you book? Like you can whatever guest stars you want. Which artists would you like to? You know, and the Chachi, you, you have um, um, a caveat. Um, no artists that are no longer with us. So this is a right. Um, okay. Your dream Super Bowl well, let's performance. Do, let's do one. Let's do one artist. Like one artist or band. 
that hasn't that hasn't been yet. You got well before now. Last year, people were talking about the guest yeah. stars. So yeah. Well, before if you, want throw in a, if you want to throw in a sprinkle of a guest star, I think that's okay. Well, before okay. it wasn't always somebody who had to be from that area. Like I mean, so if you do that, I mean, wouldn't you have to go with Alice Cooper because he's from Arizona? That's what they say. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, start... Rihanna's not from Arizona, so it's like. All right. Let's start with let's start with Big Paul. Darth Paul Wallace. Uh, if you I mean, I would say I'll just get with tradition, and like you usually get somebody from the same area, which is like Alice Cooper, and then he could bring in whatever guest stars. Like maybe like Metallica has a new album out. That would probably be a good like maybe Aerosmith. But I mean, as I said, like go with so that. You're going theme. rock and roll. You're going. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying because they're from that area. It's like that's how they used to do. It. They used to find acts from that area and use them because that's probably. Let's talk about for next year though. No, oh, where's it going to be next year? I don't know. Vegas, I thought. Is well, it Vegas? Well, yeah. Vegas. I mean, there's a lot of people who perform in Vegas. Well, she wants Britney. Britney's yeah. in Vegas technically now. So well, I, guess. Well, I just thought of something cool. But uh, let, let's go to uh, Morgan Fab. Who would you uh, who would you choose to perform and uh, guest stars or anything like that? I mean, I want to say Britney, but she's uh, she's not well. She's not. Well. We all know <laughs> okay. she's she's not well. Um, okay. And she's done it before, right? Yeah, but that yeah, was with, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, God, I don't know who would be like really awesome. I mean, I don't know. I this is hard. I mean, anybody's still living. Anybody's still living. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, actually, wait. They have the holograms now. So does the Tupac hologram count or no? Well, we're we're, we're not gonna the do holograms. holograms on the right now, me a hologram of. Of Whitney and MJ. Okay. And uh, so now we're actually, okay. So now we're actually talking about. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. I really don't. I don't. You know. really don't know. But if you could, if Britney I had mean, a prime, if it was a dream, if your dream producing this halftime show, it'd be Britney in her prime. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the music I listen to, like I listen to whatever's on the radio, but like I also like a lot of EDM. Yeah. But if it's like, how about, you know, how about David, Brittany and Justin Timberlake? Like David Guetta or like Tiesto. Okay. But if it's not that, it's 2000s pop. So like Britney and okay. like all that. I mean, I just like. What do you uh, want to see a Britney and Justin Timberlake? Uh, like Pussycat well, Dolls. Like, oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> you know, good dancing. I some, don't know. Some Black Eyed Peas. Okay. Weren't they there? Uh, what year was that? Like that was a while back, but I remember them being there at one point in time. Yeah. Okay. All right. I would do um through the decades. I would that's do a, a decades a um performance um starting. You know, I'd probably start with the 70s. I'd go, I'd go the Rolling Stones for the 70s. This is a great idea. Yeah. Isn't that great? Well, they um, would be 60s, I think. For the, I, I for the 80s, well, yeah. For the 80s, I'd do the Elton 70s, John. Too. Um. Yeah. He's retired. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He did say he was retired, right? Yeah. He did. But he come um, back for for Super Bowl. Well, he just did a commercial, didn't he? Do a commercial or a Doritos commercial? So he's not so retired. Yeah. Maybe. For the '90s, um, I would go. I'm going Blink 182 because that they were one of the most sold out shows. And if you can't fucking afford a ticket, why not put on the Super Super Bowl stage? Because they, you know. They're pretty much the 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 eighties. You mean um, the nineties? The, sorry, they were the nineties. Sorry, thank you. For the two thousands, I would go Beyonce. For the twenty tens, I would do Taylor Swift. 
And for the 2020s, I would do Harry Styles. Boom. Super Bowl through the decades, motherfucker. Yeah. Right. You like choose Benji and Joel. Benji and Joel have to be in that Super Bowl. I love Benji and Joel, but have they sold out a show like Blink and Winnie too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Super Bowl through the decades, a little snippet of each band. That is mine. That's a good one. All right, Chachi, produce your own halftime show. What would you do? Well, I would get a band that is no longer together, but people would love to see together. And um, I think he could do a one show. I don't think he would ever tour again, but I I would love to see um, Journey with um, Steve oh, Perry. Cool. With the original oh, singer, Steve Perry. Yep, yep. And have him perform his Journey again, have him go through all their hits. Um, I think it'll be amazing. That's a good one. Wow. Yeah. And if you can't get that, then get Pink Floyd. Right. Oh, yeah, but they'd kill each other on stage. They would kill each other. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, last thing before we go, uh, to take our classic cut break, and uh, Morgan Fab will be uh, sadly um, departing us. Because she's actually off to where? I'm off to Cartagena, Colombia. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah. For a wedding. You were Uh, just in Norway, Your Grace. Yes. You fly back. You're at home for a few days. I'm home for, I was home for like a week and a half. A week and a half. And now you're going to Columbia. <laughs> you're yes. BCB's jet setter extraordinary. And I'm very yeah, jealous. I'm staying Sorry. home in March. There you go. Doing anything. There you yeah, go. Who has her wedding in um, Columbia? What do well, you the girl is from there. The girl is from there. Wow. It's part like of like. Is it Tom Brady's ex-wife? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of Pablo Escobar's um, family. Brazil. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some of the favorite commercials. Um, I love the John Travolta T-Mobile ad. Yes. Did you I see the Summer that. Nights with Zach Braff and Donald Faison, which oh, is yeah. the number two um, most viewed on YouTube? The number one most viewed was. Most I, I wonder Park. if that was done before um, before um, she died. Um, Olivia oh. and John died. Oh man. I yeah, that that, that was probably in production. You know what? Mm-hmm. They should have done some kind of like tri- some kind of tribute, something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that was a very sad passing. Was living even yeah. John? Yeah, because if she was still alive, it would have been cool to see her show up in that commercial. Yeah. Um, Melissa McCarthy's Booking.com spot was um, talking about the whirlwind of gorgeous vacation getaways. I really enjoyed Alicia Silverstone's commercial. Yeah, that was good. Reprising yeah. her all, role, all the clueless. clueless. Yes. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. We had the Google Pixel commercial with Amy Schumer talking about how she can erase some of her X's in her photo. So I was pretty funny. Think. Yeah, I wish you could do a selfie and erase that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what Pretty else? Soon. We saw the um the Breaking Bad ad, which is super cool. Yeah. With um Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, we saw the Skechers ad with Snoop Dogg which is super awesome. The avocados from Mexico ad with Anna Faris. And, and, and these fucking avocados <laughs> like, like every year at the Super Bowl. Like how much were the commercials this year? Were they like 8 million or something I heard? Something like eight that. Million? Yeah. Wow. Is that right? Is that they were? Like, like how many price, avocados yeah. are you selling? Yeah. That, I mean, it's, the, it's my favorite breakfast staple. In well, my, for my Disney, they had to lay off 7,000 people. I literally put avocados on everything, guys. It's, it's, yeah. it's amazing. I love yeah. avocados. To 
Um, oh, they had a Paramount Plus um, commercial with the Stallone face. That, that was, was funny. That was pretty good. Yeah. They had um, um, not only celebrities, but a um, IKEA America ad with the Binky Dad. So there was a th- some of the top commercials. All right, there's six between six million and seven million for a thirty second spot. spot. Wow. Which is funny. I remember back when they first had a million, and that was a big deal. And the, the ads first had a yeah. million dollars. Like wow. that's some fucking inflation. That's some inflation. We saw Ben Affleck. Were tickets like ten grand or something like that to the Super Bowl? The cheapest they said were like six thousand something. And the nosebleeds, right? Yeah, I would like to. I would like to mark off a Super Bowl off my bucket list. So hopefully one day. Hey, your press. You could use a press. Yeah. Thank you. That would be awesome. Uh, Ben Affleck and uh, J Lo did a Duncan commercial. That was funny. That was fun. Bradley Cooper and his mom had a really funny uh, T-Mobile commercial. Bradley Cooper is a mama's boy. He totally loves his mom yeah. and brings yeah. his mom to uh, award shows. He's a lot bigger like than his mom, though. Yeah. 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 He's a, absolutely. Oh. Um, and then he had Maya Ru- Rudolph trying to like reinvent the M&M as the Maya's. That was Maya's. Weird. That was a dumbest weird, commercial. right? No, it wasn't. I didn't one. get it. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like that one. It was weird. One. I didn't like that one. Uh, we had also Adam Driver for Singularity, which is multiple versions of oh, himself. Speaking of that, the, the movie I was on is getting a lot of credit now, too, because of the thing in Ohio. White Noise. White Noise was a fantastic They say White Noise is kind of like the same premise as what's going on in Ohio with the chemical spill. and. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um I, don't, I actually didn't see the movie, so I probably should watch it, I guess. I mean, I don't want to have the stuff on the I end, mean, but. you are a voting member of SAG Outro. You should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, it's up for any awards or anything, is it? I think. Yeah. White Noise? I don't think White Noise is that for anything. Okay, I have to double check. I thought it was, but I could be mistaken. Um, and yeah, those are pretty much some of the better ones. I mean, they had a Caddyshack uh, commercial. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, Sarah yeah. McLaughlin had a. Oh, well, what is up with that? That that something I couldn't figure out. Why is why was uh, CNN like every commercial seemed like? I mean, you know, she's the advocate for animal rights. You know, as you know, she does a lot of those. No, 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 not Sarah McLaughlin. I'm talking about um. Yeah, fuck those commercials. Player. They just ruin the whole day. Oh, what's her name? Um, Serena. Serena Williams was in a lot of commercials for some reason. Yeah. She was in like four or five yeah. commercials. Were really, like really strange. That's true. Yeah. She was a lot of the commercials. Person. I mean, I don't think any commercial really blew me away, but like a lot of the commercials, they're relying heavily on celebrity endorsements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Which you that's, haven't seen that in past years like that. That's exactly yeah. some of the popular ones that I talked about. Exactly. Let's not forget Diddy's Uber One uh, commercial as well. Right. Yeah, I liked that. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good Trying one. Trying to find the jingle. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I mean, so I think this is a, a good time to kick, take a classic cut break because my eyes are watering and I keep sneezing. <laughs> um, so, um, and we're going to say goodbye to Morgan Fab as she jets sets. Yeah. Again. Yes. But we have some. <laughs> We do have some surprises coming back after the break. Um, but um, Chachi, why don't you take us away to the classic cut? And I'm sure you would love to hear your theme song, right? Everybody would for the 800th time. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Where my dog's at. It is time for King Chachi's classic cuts. Holla at your boy. Chachi. Chachi. 
talk to you. Yeah, that's right. Chachi in charge. And I'm sure Scott Bayer is happy to hear his theme song continue <laughs> to this day after all these years. You know, 800, 800 um, shows. Wow. That's but, Man, that's more shows than Scott Bayer had. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's more shows than most people had. <laughs> I think. But anyway, so, um, you know, you should pick a. Older song. This song's not quite as old as what I usually pick, but it's the mm-hmm. oldest for her. And of course, you know, the halftime show with Rihanna. Had to pick a song from her. And you know, I thought the halftime show was was um was decent. You know, I wasn't blown Good. away or anything. It wasn't it wasn't like Prince or anything, but that's what everyone says is the best one, yeah. Yeah, I still think it's the best one. And but this is one this is her first song that hit big, the hit number one. In 2006, wow. actually, um, it was released on February 14th, 2006, Valentine's mm. Day, and this is SOS. Oh, good Valentine's that was Day. Yep. Yeah. Good one. All right. So after SOS, we're going to be treated to an interview, not really an interview, but me, my, pretty much myself, Chachi McFly, and Mike the General Zod in a panel for Wilson Cruz doing a little Q and A as we asked. One very pivotal question each, which is pretty cool. Nice. And uh, we're, and then right after that, a little bit more montage of who's been on the show for the past 800 shows. Wow. And That's then cool. we'll be right back here on BTB, but we will say goodbye to Morgan Family. Bye, guys. Uh, yeah. Have, have a safe trip to Columbia. See right. you for the next 800. Till yeah. then. Don't get kidnapped. Okay. I won't. <laughs> All right, Bye-bye, Morgan Fab. Bye, guys. Yeah. Right. Here's a classic cut and the um, the panel and some more sound bites. We'll be back here on BTV. about um well it's a it's a show very close to my heart which is my so-called life which uh i mean that represents a lot of i mean i was at the right age when it came out and it was it completely changed the way like a lot of like adolescent tv shows and teenage dramas were a lot less soapy a lot more real so has there ever been any discussions about revisiting it like you coming back as ricky vasquez and bringing claire Danes and jared leto and all I these mean, other I big think stars about it all the time <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to get it done um how can i put this um the only way the only way well, the only way that will ever happen is if every single one of those original cast members agrees to do it and we don't have we don't have everyone on board so, to be clear, I'm not one of those persons who's not on board. <laughs> uh, I actually would be fascinated to see where those people are. Um, and I think people really want to see it. I just can't, I, I can't convince a couple of people. 
time. Wow. But you know, if they want to do a Ricky Vasquez reboot, I'm all the way here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But thank you. It was me. It meant a lot to me too. I was reading that you, um, you know, unfortunately had a, um, a family member who um, was was killed during the Pulse nightclub shooting. Can you talk about her story? Yeah, um, Brenda um, was um, Brenda Marquez McCool. Um, she uh, was my step aunt. Is that how we put it? So her her mother married my grandfather um, and were together for many years and so but she and I were very close in age she was just I think she was five years older than me um, and so we were in the same age so she was more like a cousin to me growing up and um, so she had anyway all that to say she had a, a gay son uh, Isaiah and they used to go to Pulse regularly because it was like a, the community spot right and they had um, an 18 and overnight she would go and she was kind of like the mama of her friends her of her son's friends group um, free hugs always from Brenda and so she used to go there and just kind of hang out with them and then she was there that night uh, with Isaiah, um, but you know, I, I've talked about this. Uh, she used to say how powerful it was for her to watch my so-called life and how much she learned from it. Because when she ended up having a gay son, she knew how to be a better parent to him. Um, so you know. Uh, that's what she was doing when she was there that night. She was there supporting her son. And she got shot protecting him. When the shooter came in, she put herself between her son and the shooter and took the bullets. Wow. Um, and forced him to leave. Like, he wanted to stay there with her. And she was like, no, you have to get the fuck out of here. Uh, you know, she knew she, was, she knew she wasn't going to get out of there. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, that happened. Thanks for sharing that. Sorry. <laughs> I think we should do one more question because I couldn't leave it that. <laughs> well, hello, Wilson. Now that you've uh, successfully conquered the Star Trek fandom, are there any other fandoms that you would love to be a yes, part of? Yes, I would of? like to be in the Marvel fandom. Yes. <laughs> well, what, know, what character would that be? The shirtless one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I would, I would do that. Um, I would, I, you know, a lot of Star Trek actors have been in the Star Wars universe. Yes. I would absolutely be open to that. You know, um, listen, I'm an actor for hire, so <laughs> you, you know, offer me a great role and add a nice dollar sign next to it, I'm in. <laughs> There's no particular character I will be prepared, per se. Huh? No particular character per se. 
No, I like to be surprised. You know, I'm one of these people who, you know, when someone is like, oh, can you do this? I try to figure it out. Right. Yes. Um, but no, I mean, I'm open. I'm open. Awesome. I've heard some, I've heard people, uh, I've been sent um, suggestions of Marvel characters that people are like, you would be perfect for this, but I don't remember who they are. <laughs> Somebody, something lightning, I think there was one. Living lightning. That's the one. That is the one. Yes. I mean, yes. Although Doug would probably kill me. Right? Wasn't Doug like the Silver Surfer? Didn't he work on that? Yeah. That's a heartbreaking story if you ever, if you ever hear him say it. Um, so yes, I'm totally open to being hired at any other franchise. Yes. I'm good. What's up? This is Brooke Hogan. Uh, this is Brianna Evigan from Step Up Industries. Hey, what's up? This is Aubrey from Danity Kane. Hey, this is Jenna Jameson. This is Asha Menendez from Brooke Knows Best. Hi, I'm Natasha Benningfield. Hey, this is Joanna Krupa. I'm Jessica Lowndes. I play Adriana on the new 90210. Yo, my name is Roddy Roddy Piper. This is Tiny Lister. Hey, this is Corey Feldman. And this is Michael Rappaport. This is Holly Montag from The Hills. And <laughs> DJ. Hi, I'm Major Grenier with the Honey Brothers. Yo, yo, this is Ethan Ramirez. Hey, this is Lisa Lampanelli, the cunt of comedy. Hey, this is Billy Bob Thornton with the Box Masters. This is Lauren Conrad from the Hills, and you're listening to the Below the Belt show. <laughs> Whoa, Below the Belt, that's almost 30. Hi, I'm Alyssa Milano. Hey, what's up? My name is Charlie Saxon from HBO's Hung. This is Chris Jericho, the Ayatollah of rock and roll, and the sexy beast lead singer of Fozzie. Hey, guys, it's Jana Kramer, Alex Gatray from One Tree Hill. What's up, this is Mike the Hi, I'm Rachel Lee Hey, this is Steve-O. Hi, this is Mikkel. And this is Tariq Salahi. From the Real Housewives of Washington, D.C. Hi, everybody, this is Jerry the King Lawler. That's right, the voice of Monday Night Raw, WWE Superstar, the King, coming to you right here. Hey, what's up? I'm Taryn Manning. Hi, this is Michael Wilhead. Um, hello. <laughs> hey, this is Angelina from the Jersey Shore. Okay, my friend, listen to me. This is Eddie, or I'll be, forget, I don't know you who I am, but yeah, Samir. Aldi, Andy, it's all the same character, just a different wig, okay? Hey, we're good, Charlotte. My name's Cain Velasquez. Hey, guys, this is uh, Charlie McDermott from The Middle and Hot Tub Time Machine. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is David Faustino. Hey, this is Max Casella from Boardwalk Empire. Hey, this is Tiffany. Hello, the belt. You're listening to it below the belt. And I'm Jeff Conway, and you're below my belt. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Aisha Tyler. You're What's up, Marilyn? This is Bill Bellamy. Hi, I'm Carly Craig. Uh, hi, this is Claire Coffey. Uh, hello, this is Kristen Glover. Hi, I'm Danielle Panabaker. Hey, I'm David Arquette. Hey, this is Derek Waters from Drunk History. Hey, Eric Bischoff here. This is Gilbert Gottfried. Hi, this is Elijah Schlesinger, host of Excuse. Hey, this is Jason Biggs with The Guy in the Hat. Hey, what's up, Joey Petone? Uh, hi, I'm Johnny Galecki. This is John M. Chu, the director of Step Up 3D and the upcoming Justin Bieber 3D movie. What's up, everybody? I'm John Wertes from ABC's Castle. Hey, guys. Maria Menounos here. Hey, I'm Mark Ballison. Hey there. This is Matt Walsh from V. I'm Melissa Leo. Hey, this is Mick Foley. My name is Natalie Martinez. I play Gabby in Tender Watch. Hey, what's up? I'm Omar Reps. I'm Orlando Jones. Stay tuned. Honeys, honeys, this is Polly Shore. Hello, this is Peter Murphy. Hi, I'm Reed Scott. I play Dan Egan on HBO's Veep. Hi, I'm RJ Mitty from um, Breaking Bad. Hi, this is Rob Schneider. Hey, this is Shana Mugler, former Miss USA. And Hi, my name is Tyra Reed. Hi, I'm Taraji P. Henson. Hey, this is Taylor Hicks, American Idol winner. Uh, hey, I'm Taylor Momsen from The Pretty Reckless. 
This is Todd Bridges from Different Strokes. Hey, this is Tommy Davidson. I'm Tyler Shields. You can. Hi, I'm Wayne Knight. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Wee Man. Hey, this is Thomas Ian Nicholas. You are tuned into Below the Belt. Don't change the station. Don't change the web browser. And just know that if anything below the belt is flaccid, Maggie likes it. I'm Annalyn McCord. Yeah, this is uh, Billy Zapkin. This is Joni China Dahlauer. This is Chris Williams, a.k.a. Black Lightning. Uh, hello, this is Kristen Glover. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Daniel Logan, Boba Fett, Attack of the Clones, Star Wars Episode 2. I'm Dennis O'Hare. Hey, it's Janet Varney. I am known as uh, the voice of Cora. Hi, this is Jeff Cohen, a.k.a. Chunk. This is Jeremy London. Hi, this is John Wesley Shipp. I'm playing Jay Garrick on The Flash. Hey, guys, this is Katie Stewart. I play Virginia Vidara on Netflix Altered Carbon. Guys, it's me, Caleb Kalen. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith. I'm Lily Reinhardt. I play Betty Cooper on Riverdale. I'm Camila Mendez, and I play Veronica Lodge, also on Riverdale. Be awesome. uh, I'm Malcolm McDowell. I'm Nicole Eggert. I was on Baywatch, Charles in Charge. Uh, I'm Olivia Dalbo. I'm Pollyanna McIntosh. Hey, I'm Ray Park. You know, you may know me. I play Darth Maul. This is Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie. Hey, hey guys, this is Vincent Young uh, from 90210, NCIS, CSI New York. Okay, I'm Warwick Davis. Hi, yeah. everybody. This is comedian Nick DiPaolo. You're listening to Below the Belt. You and three other fucking people. <laughs> I could be watching reruns of Melrose Place right now, but I call this fucking show. <laughs> the Below My Belt is a big, meaty clip. It looks like a catcher's mitt from 1976. All right, that was the classic cut. That was myself, Mike the General Rosado and Chachi at Farpoint, fielding questions to Wilson Cruz, and of course, another potpourri, a hodgepodge compilation, if you will, of some of BTB's <laughs> brightest and best guests over the years, both in person, calling into WMC Studios, joining us virtually, and of course, um, a lot um a lot of those names are no longer with us. Yeah, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, it's crazy. China, um, jo- um, Laura, you know, Joni Lara, China, um, quite a few. King Kong Bundy, um, a lot of um, a lot of WWE um, personalities um, are sadly no longer with us. Oh, we had a lot over the years. Like we had Captain Lou. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, Fabulous Moolah. Fabulous Moolah. Mister Perfect. Like. A lot of, lot, again, a lot of, if you notice a pattern, a lot of wrestling is, we almost had some non-wrestling people, um, <clears throat> like Rich Cronin from LFO, remember? Uh, yeah, that was the sad one. Um, Summer Girls and you know, Wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. Um, Gia Aleman from The Bachelor. Ed Asner. Oh, yeah. Who's a yeah, legend as well. So we've, we've certainly, uh, and then at the end of the program, um, I'm going to play um, a montage of Three BTB voices that are no longer with us. Um, Koki, um, our buddy Jason Light, um, Siren the Entertainer Davis, and comedian CJ Burney, who just recently passed away. Oh, wow. Paul, do you remember CJ? I think you might. He's, he's been. Yeah, a, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I did. I did he's been a couple him. shows uh, with us at uh, WNBC. Never joined. Was he, was he the bigger guy? The, the bigger guy, yeah. 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 That, he never, he never he joined us guy. virtually. We kind of lost touch a little bit, but. Uh, he brought a lot of laughs to BTB, and we mentioned uh, that he had passed away. But uh, that's going to be at the end of the program. Oh, so let's continue 
we have some more surprises joining us here on the panel. So that would be pretty cool. All right. Who's watching The Last of Us? <laughs> Come on now. Yes. I yes. missed the last episode. I didn't get to see it, but I mean, I'll, you could, I'll watch it anyway. So You'll watch matter. it anyway. So we could talk a little bit about the latest episode. My God. It is the best show on television at, at right now. I mean, literally the best show on television for a reason. And um, You mean better than Velma? Better. <laughs> better than Velma and on the same network, if you can believe it, right? Um, but uh, let's talk about episode five. So episode five was, you know, it was a dark episode, you know. I mean, uh, you know, they introduced um, a couple characters to the show. Um, brothers Henry and Sam. They've really been through the ringer. Um, and, um, of course, they have a history with the character of Kathleen, played by Melanie Linsky. You may know from Yellow Jackets, and she's been a lot of stuff. And they're actually on the hunt for Henry uh, because apparently he had betrayed um, Melanie Linsky's brother on the show. Um, so apparently... Um, he had to get access for medicine to treat his brother with leukemia. And not only that, he's also deaf. So it was a kind of a, a lot of, uh, so, I mean, he really relied on his brother. If you think about it, if you're sick, you need your medicine, you're deaf. So not many people knew, um, ASL American sign language. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it is uh it was a very emotional episode um well, but did they steal that idea from walking dead though because i mean yeah the deaf girl on walking dead yeah i mean the thing is about this is just that i mean you can compare it to walking dead well first of all the word zombie is completely banned completely banned for the show which is how it was the walking dead there's no zombie in this show either yeah well you're right it was yeah so they they, they want to they want to stress that these folks are infected um, but I, get, I guess that's really where the comparisons end because if you think about these infected um, are are still living people, yeah. whereas with the Walking Dead zombies, they're you know they're deceased and they yeah. reanimate it you know through that virus, and of course. Well, I mean that's kind of what these people are too. I mean because it's like the they're like hosts for that parasite, right? The cordyceps, uh, the, the 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 fungus that 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 affecting them mm-hmm. is. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it's a real fungus because it, it actually affects insects. So if you just yeah. if you take this freaking uh, fungus and make it so potent that it affects humans, this is what happens. Because Pfizer, do not try it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to try this the mushroom. You know, I know a lot of people like to trip on mushrooms, but I would not recommend this. But uh, so we got our glimpse uh, not only because it was a heart wrenching emotional episode with the, the the brothers Henry and Sam who sadly met their fate because. Sam got bit. Henry took his own life because he had to save Ellie. Um, and uh, Ellie, who does... Oh, have I thought they were father and son. They're actually brothers, yeah. But he, okay. he was kind of like a father figure to, uh, yeah. to Sam, yeah. And Ellie that thought that her Maryland. blood... Ellie thought that her blood could actually heal Sam, but that wasn't the case. No. And, and I thought what was interesting is that when... Uh, the next day, he was sitting on the bed that he didn't attack her until I think she tapped him on the shoulder because Sam um, 
still remains deaf, even though you still maintain your your characteristics yeah. as an infected person. And because, I guess he was a deaf. Well, what it was, I mean, her blood did did heal from that, but the worst part was that she had AIDS. So that kind of like was the twist on there. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, that's crazy. But you know, it was emotional, you know, because you know these are protagonists. You know, that, that's the thing you have to think. They're, they only credit Joel, uh, played by Pedro Pascal, and Ellie, played by um, uh, played by that young actress, um, Bella Ramsey. And you know that everyone else that you're gonna meet is eventually gonna die. And I thought that was, you know, um, interesting that they only credit those two actors in the beginning. Um, but one thing that we did see was the debut of a new type of infected. So this is the stage four infected. Oh yeah. Okay. They call a bloater. So the bloater. So basically, you know, you, you start when you're infected, you know, you're just newly infected. So the fungus hasn't really like you know, yeah. grown out of you. And then the second phase is when the fungus starts growing out of your head. Yeah. And there's a term for that uh, level of the second phase. The third phase are the clickers. So the fungus at this point has completely covered your face. You can't speak anymore, so you only click. You're only making clicking noises. And and I guess the more the fungus um, covers your body, the more exponentially strong and fast you become, right? And then there's this last stage called the bloater, where the, the, the fucking fungus is completely covers covered your entire body and that's what we saw in episode five was this huge bloater monster with enormous strength just like ripping into people and that was badass and it was badass dude it was badass wait, wait is, is there one after that the, a tree do they become a tree eventually you know there, there's other types of walkers i was reading on it you know i was curious i kind of read and um i imagine they will be introduced in the show but they did exist in the video game um, okay. I think the, the tree sounds familiar. There was also like a rat, a rat um, infected where you you are conjoined with other people and you become a, like a um, a singular like blob of of a. Uh, oh wow! Oh god, it gets really really creepy, doesn't it? Uh, makes, do you mean like Twitter? Like so, Twitter? Because so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Twitter's like a hive mind, so it's, it's so you become like a. Twitter hive mind. Oh, I see what creature. you're saying, right? <laughs> um, but man, um, it was a great episode, man. I mean, this the the, the prosthetic designer. Kudos for that bloater. Yep. Um, uh, her name is Barry Gower, or his or her name Barry. I guess is a guy uh, who's the main prosthetics designer on The Last of Us. He's also an Emmy winner in creating grotesque special effects. Uh, including Vecna and Stranger Things. Oh, and, really? Yep. And Game of wow. Thrones, the Night King on the Game of Thrones. He did both of them. Oh, damn. That, that guy's really good. He's really good. Yeah, that's, that's like two great. Um... Yeah. And the stuntman was a six foot six um, British British guy who worked on Game of Thrones and apparently had the build, girth and fitness for the bloater. Uh, so yeah man um yeah it was uh what a crazy crazy episode um and the clickers the clickers were very instrumental in uh that particular episode too because they had like a child clicker and that clicker was the one that took down um melly and lindsey's character of that leader of that faction apparently she got a lot of heat from uh 
Adrian Curry from America's Next Top Model saying that she doesn't look like someone in the apocalypse because, you know, she's a little you know, curvy, a little overweight or whatever. And apparently she got a lot of hate on her Twitter that she ended up deleting her account. Really? Melly Linsky, Linsky actually fired back and said, well, when you're the brains, something along the lines, if you're the brains behind the, um, you know, if you're the brain of the faction, then, you know, you don't necessarily have to do you know the physical work I yeah her character i don't know like i think she's one of the weak links of the show really like i really don't see her as a leader like she seems like just some like house mom that would be selling avon okay so you kind of agree with adrian curry that she, i mean I, that's what she said she looked like a housewife like she looked like she said, um someone in a lap of luxury during the apocalypse that's i mean i mean, I guess they're going i guess they're going for that that style or whatever but she doesn't seem like somebody that would invoke fear and me. Right. Do we have someone on the panel that hasn't uh, announced themselves yet? You're welcome to announce yourself if you want to. Who do we have on the line? It says guest user on my Yeah. All right. What, well, Art, Art said he wanted to um, join, but he had to do something first. Okay. Might be him. Oh, oh here, we here we go. Here we go. Hey. Here we go. Yo, here we go, guys. Hey. An 800th episode. Would not be complete. It would not. Without Mike the General Zod. Of course, you have improv on Wednesdays. That's why we. we well, he escaped stop. from the glass uh, jail he was in, right? But we appreciate you uh, joining us here on. Oh BBC. shit! I know, right? Mike the General Zod, and we have Sean Cradle, one of BTO's originals. Wow, this is a celebration! Oh, BTV's now it's a party. Hundredth episode, and we have two of the best joining us um, a little later in the program. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yeah. We can hear you. Yes. Zod, you're joining us from right after improv class. And, and uh, yeah, Chunk I Cradle, am, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Chunk Shady, you're joining us from the comfort of your own home. I can you am. guys hear me okay? Hello, everybody. Hello. Yeah, we Sean. can hear okay. What's up, Zod? Let's start with Zod. Zod, where are you at, buddy? I am uh, in the on the illustrious streets of Baltimore outside of the lovely Aloha restaurant, which is uh, where... We we went to go get a quick bite to eat after class, and but I could not I could not uh, I couldn't say no to the 800 no. 800th episode. Yes. So here so I am. So we're gonna see um, Zod get mugged in real time. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get mugged by the giant rats in Baltimore. Yeah, giant rats in Baltimore. That's like uh, bring them on. I need to because they're you know I've got the size advantage through. They got some motion and they're a little wiry. But I get <laughs> Zod, it's good to have we have you for a little bit. Are you uh, for a little bit? I, okay. I gotta I gotta be honest. I can't I, I can't be long. Like that's uh, okay. No, but... no. The, the fact you dropped uh dropped in with us is very very awesome. And of course, cool. we're going to be playing your awesome interview with Billy West, the voice of Ren and Stimpy, <laughs> and Futurama, which is pretty epic for our 800th episode. Absolutely. That was such a fun interview to give. He was like, you know, there's few people that I would call a sheer delight, but he was one of them. Okay. That's cool. Absolutely. That's uh, well, Zod, we're so happy that you're with us for a little while. Let's go ahead and say hi to um, one of BTB's originals. He was, which which I'm even happier about. You're yeah. Right. More so than, well, we're happy for for both of them to be here. (laughs) Well, more, more for shady though. Sean Cradle, uh, it's Aww. been a it's been a minute since you've been on BTB Airwaves. Uh, where you been and uh, what have you been up to? 
Has it been that long? I feel like it's a, a while. while. Yeah, it's been a little while. It's our 800th show, Sean. Did you know this? I can't believe that, man. 800 shows. How many years is that? <laughs> too many. Uh, and too like, many to count. A big chunk of those shows were with um, Chunk Shady. Chunk Shady. Here. You're right. It was. Yeah, I think I started, what was it, like show 26 or something? <laughs> no, this is, this is since um, WNBC, though. So you're from the beginning there, weren't you? Yeah, you, yeah Shady uh, was a, yeah. a, a cornerstone of WNBC uh, for BTB 2.0. But uh, Shady, you were actually with BTB 1.0 as well. Uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah, so we're on all... air sports. Yeah, I know. Oh, so you were there. We grew old together, all of us. It's crazy. Talk about rats yeah, I had, right? had here. That's then. right, Todd. We were a wrestling show. And that's why we have happy to have like Darth Paul Wallace and you, Sean, to talk a little bit about wrestling. Because that was a little bit of our, our bread and butter, um, which of we'll, course. we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, well, now you have two wrestling shows and you don't do hardly any wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because well, neither are good, though. That's why. Well, it's it's hard oh. to talk wrestling with people that don't watch <laughs> So. When Paul and Sean are on, we can talk wrestling. But uh, we're just talking about The Last of Us. Has anyone tuned in The Last of Us, Sean or, or uh, Zod? Um, it's just been a really exciting, um, you know, post-apocalyptic show, the dystopian show about um, a fungus that infects people, and basically, yeah, it's it's a. I mean, don't be don't get a twist and call it a zombie apocalypse, but it's. Uh, it's uh it's an apocalyptic show but it's it's fantastic it is fantastic i highly recommend watching it if you haven't yet um well, what shows are you watching um sean i well, i actually want to check that out is that in your opinion is that better than the walking dead wow that's it, a bold uh, statement wow it depends on what season of walking dead i guess yeah it's better I mean, than like, the recent seasons of walking dead oh yeah yeah I feel like shows that have source material for a novel or comic book um, tend to be very good. And so this is a video game adaptation. So it's a different source material, but I think they they, ha- they have to bring in the writers. See, to see, kind of Al, make- I, I don't agree with you because She-Hulk had a comic book and She-Hulk was not very good. Well, you know, you and I kind of differ on, on that. I actually really enjoyed She-Hulk. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, and, you know, she's yeah, a very she's she a sex positive really woman. She wasn't, you know. <laughs> Zod, you had a comment on She-Hulk? Oh, I was just saying, it was really true to the comic. The comic was like that, too. Breaking the fourth wall all the time and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but we're talking about Last of Us, and yeah. th- that is... I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but I do... Okay. I can say that there's, like, so many video games that have these, like, really richly layered storylines and plots and a lot mm-hmm. of great character development. So right. I can believe that it, it is as good. Right. We got to bring all the stars on Below the Belt Show tonight. My good buddy, Art Hall, podcaster extraordinaire. We were just talking about The Last of Us. Have you have you been tuning in, Artie? Oh, yeah. You yes, have? I have, yeah. Wow. Were you I was a big up? fan of the game, so yes. I heard the show was coming, and I've been looking forward to it ever since. Wow. We were just talking about episode five. Uh, Art, do you have any thoughts on the latest episode? I'm uh, trying to remember which one that was. Was that the one on Friday, right before Super yeah, Bowl? Yeah, the one we saw the bloater, the debut of the bloater. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was batshit. It was good times. It was uh, yeah, it's funny because it's been a while since I played the game, so I'm trying to remember if um, Melanie Linsky's character, who that was in the game, 
you know? Right. Um, I mean, I know there's some divergence, you know, overall it's relatively truthful. It's just, they're expanding stories. So I'm just trying to remember if she was in the game and if she was, did she have the same ending, you know? Yeah. I believe that she was in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. I mean, it was great to see, uh, you know, it was great to see the, you know, the fuck off amount of zombie mm-hmm. fungus things come out, but it was also really great to to have the moral issue of oh these are clearly bad people oh wait they're just people who were victimized by the you know this authoritarian entity and then they overtook the city so it just shows you how nothing's cut and dry in this apocalypse exactly oh i just got word really quick guys that mike the general zod you um obviously you're joining us via city street so i know that you have (laughs) to get going but we really appreciate you joining us to say uh yeah to give her uh your regards for our 800th episode so. yeah thank you thanks for letting me thanks for letting me make a uh make a quick little uh you know pop in and um i'll uh you know i know you guys are having a blast and i'm looking we're drinking to- we're drinking <laughs> yeah exactly I'm not. please please have your uh, spirit of drinks right and of course zod will be listening to your interview at the end of the program with billy west yeah Renna of course Stimpy. All right. All right. Well, st- stay safe, night, guys. Stay safe. Uh, stay safe. Right. Definitely stay safe. All right. <laughs> He's definitely getting mugged. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you walk the streets of Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> well, especially being Zod, you know. Come on. Exactly. Um, so you know, Chachi, you had a criticisms about episode um, um, episode three, which is the story yeah. of um, Bill and Frank, which were indeed video game characters they were video right. game characters um and bella ramsey apparently she's c- considers herself non-binary uh, but doesn't necessarily go by the, of course she does. yeah they them pronouns she said using the her pronouns are fine but well, she's she 19 right aren't, she's aren't they 19. all 19 yeah. yeah but she said you know for people that had a problem with that storyline she said get used to it is what she said I, mean, I just thought it was boring. Like, I thought it was like slow. I thought it was two characters that you're never going to see again. So it was, I mean, I thought the last episode was the way that it should be. And I mean, it's like I don't need to love every episode, you know, and different people like yeah. different things. I thought it was boring. So, and, and sounds I think like little, Chachi just wants Walking Dead again. No, I don't. But I think. Well, I think you're going to get more Walking Dead because there's so many spinoffs coming out. So. Hey, how many times can we tell the exact same story over and over right. and over again? It's right. just like a sitcom, but costs 10 times as much. And it's not as funny. Right. <laughs> I I mean, you see, the reason, I mean, that you had to tell the story of these two characters, I think, because eventually that truck that that Joel and Ellie take from from uh, from bill and frank is very pivotal for the i still think it should have been bill and ted that would have been a lot better but (laughs) (laughs) well you know that whole thing i mean from what i recall from the game you encounter bill frank's already dead and bill dies in the course of the mission so that's just one of those divergences where they said hey you know what we didn't know anything about this dude bill in the game other than his setup so let's just take a detour and show how a survivalist would have handled this, I guess, opportunity right. to so the, create a paradise in the apocalypse as a loner as it was anyway. So, mm-hmm. so in the game, you don't watch them make out for an hour and fifteen minutes. 
No, no, actually, because yeah, <laughs> Frank's already so dead. You just okay. you walk by and you see his body, and then he makes a very uh, casual comment uh, that mm-hmm. alludes to their relationship. But that's as far mm-hmm. as it went. Yeah. I think a lot of it also has to do with how great Nick Offerman is as an actor. Oh yeah, well of course yeah, uh, Nick Offerman, actor. you know, from pulling his wang out in Deadwood back in season one to <laughs> oh like, Swanson to being, you know, Bill. It's anything Nick Offerman does, I'm I'm down. That's the thing, because if if they stick stuck with the storyline on the video game, he would have a very short scene. So you. That, I think that's because mm-hmm. if you're dealing with an actor like Nick Offerman, you gotta you have to expand his story. Yeah. What did he have a short scene in Deadwood? What's that? Did he have a, did he have a short scene in Deadwood? <laughs> you know, I have to go back and revisit and remember. I have to find out yeah, if it's a short in story. In honor of Nick Offerman, I am drinking Lagavulin, so there you go. There you okay. go. <laughs> okay, very good. Um, so that was Last of Us Talk. I, we enjoyed it. I, I think it's only nine episodes, so. You know, Pedro Pascal is going hey, why to... Why is it nine episodes? That's strange, too. Normally, is it like 10 or 12? Yeah, sometimes it's like eight, sometimes it's like 10, but nine is a little different, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with HBO shows. But with Mandalorian Season 3 dropping on March 1st, Pedro Pascal will be the TV star in March. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, Yeah, but, yeah, but the thing is, he doesn't do much in Mandalorian. It's like the stunt guys do 90% <laughs> of stuff. He just kind of like, when they need him to talk, they're like, say this word, that's it. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's still it's still Pedro Pascal's voice, and it's still he's still credited. Wait, you don't think he's actually the one in the um? In no, the it's, armor? Uh, supposedly it's John Wayne's like uh, grandson, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not him in the suit for. They say majority. it's John Wayne's grandson because they wanted somebody oh, who like had a Western look. Yeah. You thought it was oh, actually Pedro it, the whole time? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, besides yeah. any kind of you know action scene or whatever, but I thought it was his. Head no, head no head. he was like uh, it was uncomfortable. He didn't want to do it. Oh. Interesting. He'd rather he'd rather be in a infected apocalypse um, and show his face. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> he was only there to take off his uh, helmet for the the galactic ATM machine, right? That he had to. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that episode with Bill Burr, which I think is still one of the most brilliant uh, um, cameos in, in Star Wars, is having Bill yeah. Burr in it. Um, what else do we have on HBO? Um, shout out to Michael Kelly. He just joined the Penguin cast on HBO. Michael Kelly has been a, a three-time BTB guest. Um, you know him, a stamp awesome from House of Cards. I, mean, I worked with him on his baseball film in Baltimore. I mean, like, yeah. he's just, just really cool, laid back. He's he's one of the reasons uh, BTB uh, was on the map because we had, I think, early – Early in, you know, when we we're starting to get bigger, bigger celebrity names, Michael Kelly kind of gave us that legitimacy, you know. So yeah, you're but, saying that he's to blame for why we're all here today, 800 episodes in. Yes. But you know what? Yeah. We need to get Michael Kelly to call in sometime. We got to get Michael Kelly back, especially now that he's on the, the Penguin cast. And in fact, I don't know what character he'll be playing, but it's an eight episode limited series with Colin Farrell reprising his role from The Batman and don't forget the Batman is a part of the DC Elseworlds universe. It's not going to be in the continuity no, what? of DCU. So just, uh, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, they're um, rebooting that brought that Batman, but as long as they keep the Batman going they, with something else, I'm down. They're, they're, yeah, they're still doing the Batman Robert Pattinson. That will still be Elseworlds. Penguin will be Elseworlds. So Bat- well, Batman will debut in the Brave and the Bold, which will be. A story of Batman and his son, Thomas Wayne, I believe. Thomas no, but DC is EU. Would DC is EU being in the Penguin? Will DC EU uh, 
will they have a DCEU version of the Penguin? Like the DCU version of the Penguin? No, DC is, DC is EU. Are you bringing back that joke for the DC the artist? Yeah, DC, I though? think he is. <laughs> the butt. Oh, my God. Shane is EU, right, Shady? <laughs> right? Don't come. Yeah, don't, don't be All coy right. now. We got someone joining us here on the panel. Sarah Snuffleupagus hey, Batman. Hey guys. Model extraordinaire. And um, hey. yeah, she's back on doing our, some social media for us. Yes. Yeah, Sarah, it's been a minute. I know, it has, it has. You're, you're, you're in a room with like five guys. <laughs> it's like, it's like oh, the, she's eating burgers? It's the burger chain. <laughs> you hear the burger right. chain. <laughs> But you you know it's it's virtual so you you'll you'll be insane. <laughs> um, Sarah, thanks for joining. We were just talking about um, yeah the the Penguin uh, miniseries. I don't know if you watched the the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, um, which you know I thought was was you know I thought he did a, a decent performance. Yeah, he Robert did. Pattinson, you know I mean uh, you know we, at least we, he didn't have shiny skin and like uh, was like real like a feminine vampire type of dude. So. Oh, Paul, you're going to get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Uh, some Netflix stuff. Um, so the TV series You was the top of the Netflix top 10, number one, with 92.07 million hours viewed. Okay. So many people tell me about you, Chachi. You say that the You series is so good. I will finally find time to watch sit through season one i got four seasons now you should watch you al i should watch you as a name it's 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 pretty good i mean the first season was definitely very lifetime or wherever the fuck it first aired it was lifetime yeah yeah it was so lifetime it wasn't funny but you know he was interesting enough as a sort of an anti-hero to keep me going Okay. And then once Netflix took it and then decided to adult it up a bit and allow swearing and get a little edgier. Okay. The the story's got batshit, but they made some interesting choices and I so I'm 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 in it. It's just the first season's hard. That's all. Oh. Unless you're into the lifetime thing. But you like CW, okay. so it's not that far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first season was good. But I think I'm watching the new season now and I think it kind of ran its course by this point. Hey now, no spoilers. I think it's time that no, I'm a, what? I'm not spoiling it, but I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, usually four to five seasons is pretty sweet for shows. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. five seasons is like you get your five act structure and then well, you can knock it out. If this guy's a serial killer, how long is he? I mean, four he's seasons? not a serial killer exactly. That's, okay, he's he's more of a he's an obsessive stalker, and then it just happens that there's some killer to kill people guy. during his stalking, right? It's just not his mo. He doesn't want to go and kill people. Wow, he has to. Has any of the panel had to deal with a stalker before? I have so, so much. Paul, you've de- you've dealt with a stalker before? Yeah, that's why I'm not on Facebook. Really? Mm-hmm. Is this something you can uh, kind of give us a nutshell version of? I just as I said, just uh, they just kept following me, and then I noticed like she kept following me with different names, and whoa, I get called all the time. I was like, just yeah, it was just a lot. Oh my! What was his name? <laughs> damn that's wrong what? now see i don't know sarah but you said she's a model therefore that means she has been stalked and yeah. if not she certainly had some scuzzy people slide in her dms, DMs. so she's the one you should really talk to so. that's right sarah have you had any uh experiences and, and is there something you can share maybe one of the weirder oh. ones yeah i had this 
photographer who was obsessed with me. And um, I stopped shooting with him after I found out he had photos of me all over his bedroom. And oh, that's creepy. A mass message to a lot of people with like a refrigerator in his basement chained up with like Sarah's safe space sign on it, which was really I know the story, yeah. A t shirt that said like Sarah's biggest fan and like all my random like phrases I would say in the back of it. Oh, that's creepy. Very Yo. creepy. What do you do we know him now? I don't know if you know him, but okay, uh, yeah, okay. I, we shouldn't mention him by name. <laughs> no, we won't no. give him the publicity. But uh, has he been on this show? He has not been on the show. Is no. he on the show right now? <laughs> <laughs> and is his name Al Soto? <laughs> Come on. <stop. laughs> FYI, he's not really a photographer. I mean, would you be joining us here on our 800 show if, if, if that was me? No. Was she dedicated? She's she yeah. I mean, yeah, she's here for Chachi, man. It's not you. Dude. It's not all about you, Al. <laughs> The other 50%. Oh, Sarah. Yeah, I remember when you first told me that story, I was just kind of blown away how cool. Yeah, that's crazy. You, mean, you need to make a movie about that. That would be a crazy movie because you have, you know, all your catchphrases on the back. Yeah, and then Sarah's safe space. Oh, man, that's that's wild. That that wow. should be a miniseries. I mean, or, or, or an episode of S, uh of Law and Order SPU or something. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Let's make it happen, right? But Sarah, are you allowed to talk about a project that you're gonna be, uh, or not yet? Not yet. Okay. But soon. Okay, but you'll you'll tell us about it when you're able to. Yeah. Can you give us a clue? Um, not really. Not really yet. Okay, but you do have a really exciting project that will be viewable to audiences, correct? Yes. Okay, and it's not OnlyFans. It's not. It's not OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. That okay, photographer well. is not going to have a project, is he? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this is fun stuff. Um, if you're a fan of uh, the series Sex Life on Netflix, they just dropped a trailer for uh, their next season of season two. Artie, you you're like the Netflix uh, connoisseur. Have you tuned into Sex Life? I, I I'm not a I am not a familiar with the show. I'm only a fan of the prosthetic wang they affixed to that actor. <laughs> Uh, does that mean he was dealing with a short end of a stick? Uh, I, you know, it's just, uh, it's so funny. There was, uh, there was somebody who, when we, before we moved to our house, there was a neighbor in our apartment building who was obsessed with the show. Mm-hmm. And she would swear up and down the river that, oh no, that's real. I'm like, no, that's not. And it was like breaking her religion for me to tell her, be like, no, look, there's a prosthesis credited, you know, artist credited in the thing. It's just like, uh, you know, because, you know, being behind the scenes of movies, I'm like, dude, no, oh. it's not a big old horse dong just hanging from the back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, honestly, the statistical probability hey, I worked on Army of the Dead. that can act and with a yeah. monstrous wang, zero and she just wouldn't hear about it and that's as far as i got with that show well did you guys watch army of the dead i worked on oh unfortunately i saw that piece of shit yeah (laughs) yeah that that was a prosthetic too that was on that dude Mm -hmm. i was like man that's pretty wrong i don't know if i could do that scene it was a most movies most movies it was down past his knees it was like yeah they all do prostheses these days Mm -hmm. did you tell her that every guy she's been with um that was bigger was prosthetics Yes, exactly. Okay, good. Yeah. Smart move. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know and, how it um, do, Judgy. <laughs> I know that your wife uh, pulled you into Bridgerton, right, Art? They just dropped. No, that. actually, it's funny that you would say that about Netflix, but really, I'm actually not too too hip on a lot of the Netflix stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I I don't. I, <laughs> No, it's like the only shit on Netflix that I've seen that's new is 1899, and that got canceled. So there goes that. And then well, uh, on Netflix, I mean, I think they're on the way out. I mean, that's. I mean, dude, we still don't know how they make money. We don't know how they make money. Just Stranger Things, how much they spend. Wednesday and Cobra yeah. Kai. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday was great. Hey, look, Cobra Kai's gone. Cobra Kai's gone. Oh, they're yeah. getting rid of. I'm sure you already talked. They're getting rid of Arrested Development, which is pissing everybody off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that that show's been out for a minute, you know. Yeah, but they're only but they're getting rid of it, and because they produced the last what two seasons or whatever, they're keeping that. So the original three seasons that aired are going oh. to Hulu, and Netflix uh, is not licensing the rest of it. Oh, well, so you can't. Stupid. Yeah, because so you can't, they bought you get, the license for the first three seasons, and oh. then they own the seasons they made. They're just so Hulu's going to get a partial show. So you're gonna have to go to two different networks to. No, they're the not even gonna show it. Oh, they're like, not even show it. That's it. Yeah, oh, just, yeah oh. that's that's dumb. Yeah, if you but don't you know, watch it, download you know, it right I, now, you're gonna not have Arrested Development. So honestly, go pirate the shit out of Netflix. Wow. I, I mean, I have a problem with Netflix anyway because they're the ones with the vaccine mandates. <laughs> but I mean, it's just. I mean, I just think a third of our union is not working because of that. So it's like, and medically, I can't get it. But I mean. If it actually stopped the spread, I don't mind. But I mean, Netflix is just we we know your woes with the whole other show. I know. Oh, that was a hell of a pivot. How do we get there? I, <laughs> I want to know what you do. Why? How do you work with Netflix? I, I worked on uh, the last thing I worked with Netflix on is the show that's about what's going on now, which was uh, White Noise. And then I went from that to uh, HBO. So. And I'm white noise was kind of noise. about a pandemic, so yeah. Well, no, white noise was about the chemical spill of a yeah, it's still a, a pandemic. A train, which is going on right now in right, Ohio, well, we, but yeah, yeah. Well, we heard enough white noise from you. Well, there needs so, to be how more you, how talk you doing, Shady? about 1899, and they need to bring back a second season. So everybody, <laughs> I, I did like what the fuck is happening in that show. <laughs> I don't think Shady's watching much television, but he'll be vocal when we talk wrestling, right? I watch TV. First of all, there are too many streaming services now. It's too much. Oh, there is. You know, I can't watch everything between Netflix and Paramount Plus. And, okay. I do like 1923. Though. That's awesome, right? On Paramount Plus. Okay. But did you Paramount see the prequel, awesome. the 1889 or whatever the shit it is? 83. Oh, no, see, I, I don't know. Not. There's so many different years. But see, you have 1899 that's on, H- on Netflix, which confused uses everybody else because they think it's with that show (laughs) (laughs) don't don't worry one takes place on a boat the other ones i'm sure just a bunch of farmland right i mean the fact that got harrison ford and helen mirren to be on a tv series they were both amazing on that pretty impressive i mean that's indiana jones that's han solo guys doing a television (laughs) series you know did you did you hear though what han solo said to um my god jason what the fuck's his name Who's the, the the other guy who's in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Oh, Jason Siegel. Yeah, to yeah. Jason Siegel. Did you hear what he said when he when he walked up to him, or when somebody <laughs> asked him what he thought of his co co star? Okay, um, let's go ahead and go ahead and throw it out. Oh, he said nice penis. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we had just wa- we had watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall the other day. Nice penis. That's what Harrison Ford said. It's on the record. So there's a lot of wang talk going on. Well, we are below the belt show, so it makes sense. Yeah. 
but for him being 80 and, and working like he does and like he's like riding horses he's yeah. like doing all this yeah. like it's not easy to film up in montana like that oh man that shit keeps you young that's how yeah. that's how he stays young nice very nice another indiana jones movie at least yep. this trailer yep. looks better than the fucking crystal douchebag so <laughs> so far hey, but they're not going to make any money because they're already up to 300 million dollars which the last two films have made so it's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking forward to the film. Just let's let's hope it just does not disappoint. Um, and speaking of someone you can see a lot of, since you're talking about Wang so much, art is uh, Riley Keough. And Chachi, you're not familiar with Riley, but you gotta you gotta watch some of her work. She's Lisa Marie's daughter. She's Elvis's granddaughter and Priscilla Presley's um, granddaughter. Okay. She's got a new show called Daisy Jones and the Six um, with uh, Sam Ch- uh, Cloffin. And they just released a full-length trailer. They had a um, a teaser trailer earlier, but it's um, an anticipated book-to-screen adaptation of that novel. And I know Ali Dash is a huge fan of the novel. So, um, but What's her um, name? R- um, it's called. Well, the, the name is. Yeah, her name. What's, what's her name? Riley Keough. Riley Keough. Yeah. Right. And uh, <clears throat> if you want to see a lot of Riley Keough, there's a show. That a lot of people did not see on Stars because I don't think anybody owns Stars, but it's called Girlfriend Experience. It's based on the movie. Oh, just watch Nymphomaniac. <laughs> well, Riley's not, Riley's not in that though. Isn't she in Nympho? I thought she was in Nymphomaniac. No, you're thinking of um, Stacy Martin. You're right, or, I or, am. Or Mia Goth. Yeah, they're both in that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Riley, she's not bad. She's not bad at all. She's freaking amazing. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She looks a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I guess she looks a little bit like Lisa Marie, but maybe probably a little more like her dad. Um, yeah, but, she doesn't uh, look like Elvis. Priscilla. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you can give her Elvis. Why not? I mean. Um, ooh, somebody's <laughs> somebody's phone's going off. Um, what else? Uh, we got Apple stuff. Um, this series. Okay, about Apple. Well, this well this pickle series looked really cool. It's literally got every like A-lister in it. I think Apple's got like infinite money. They can afford all these like stars. The yeah, way they do. Yeah. <laughs> like Kit Harrington and Edward Norton and like so many other people. But uh, basically, um, it's called extrapolations. All right. So it's about climate change in like the future and how people are getting. Yeah, the okay. So, so I mean, it's gonna be like the worst show ever. Uh, well, I don't yeah, know. I mean, it's about climate change. It's like, <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's what my impression is. And it's I mean, if you want to I mean, like, put woke and science in the same category, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't put hand in hand, man. Like, I don't. I honestly don't put science and woke culture in the same category. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. One of them is just sort of a banner cry word. The other one is just a thing. But, but this, I haven't heard about it. But it's so it's, it's so it's a, a sci-fi or something. What's it called? Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically. Um, so humans are already set foot on Mars. Um, it's a set in the future. People are getting their energy from the sun. Cancer has been defeated, but global warming, you know, is at its you know highest. I guess you know. Um, oh, yeah, it looks exactly. like it's an anthology sort of thing. It looks like it's a bunch of random stories or something. I believe so. I think that's why they have such a huge cast. Yeah, okay. You got like a pretty good cast of Tobey Maguire, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Right? Yard, yeah. Exactly. 
Was it me or was Tobey Maguire really strange in his last movie? Which oh, one? <laughs> Babylon. 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 He was like really out there. Oh well, everybody was on coke in that movie, I think. But I haven't seen Babylon <laughs> yet, so you got to see Babylon. Well, Margot Robbie's in it. You know, I love Margot yeah. Robbie. Got to see. Well, I just hear an elephant poops, so I'm sold. Yeah. I mean, the elephant is in the room, literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, something that that movie, that series on um, Apple is going to have more actors in it than they're going to have viewers. <laughs> oh wow! I w- I will say this for for Apple: Severance is a fucking amazing show, and it should yes. be watched. And then, I only watch one episode, and it's it's Severance. It 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 just keeps layering on the mind fuck. That's all I can say. It's great. All right, tell tell okay. a little bit about the synopsis because it's a really cool synopsis. It's essentially the story of this guy who works for a company whose work is so secretive that if you get hired for this particular division. They plan a chip in your brain as a surgical procedure that separates your work memories from your everyday memories. So for eight hours a day, you don't know what you did. But what that does is essentially creates a second personality within yourself. So there's mm-hmm. two yous. There's the you at work and the you outside. The you in work doesn't know anything about the world, has no idea, doesn't um, sleep, doesn't do anything. Said- yeah, but, but they stole that idea. That idea was on Rick and Morty. Oh, I'm sure. You had the sleep people, and then you had you had the night people, and you had the day people, and that was oh, basically yeah, the same you, thing. You know what? And and to 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 quote Family Guy, if we go back, Simpsons did it. Or no, sorry, Simpsons it wasn't Family it? Guy. It was uh, South Park. Simpsons did it. Simpsons yeah. did everything. But uh, I don't, but I don't remember that on Simpsons. In... I do remember that that episode on uh, Rick and Morty where like they didn't want to do any work, so like they had their night people do it, so they would sleep, and then like. Their bodies, while they were sleeping, would do all the work, and then they, they got pissed off, so they kind of fought each other. Yeah, but it's it's but it goes a little deeper than is it exactly what you think it is? Is what I would say. And like the less you know, okay. the better. The more you're mm-hmm. just like, because every episode you'll be like, wait, what? What the fuck is going on? Until the very last episode of the first season, and then everything just sort of explodes, and you're like, well, where's this gonna go? Okay. Okay. Wow. And you would think yeah. that the workers would be the productive ones because you, you're not, you know, you're not thinking about problems at home and all that stuff. You're, no. you're comp- completely focused on your work, right? Does that you think product- so? But right. the, you know, it's, it's again, it's, it's interesting. Okay. And uh, also as a thespian, Al, you'd be, uh, it's, it's a great study of just trying to imagine how would you possibly play that? Wow. How could you possibly play somebody who has no knowledge of anything but has an intrinsic understanding of mathematics, language, mm-hmm. functions, but you don't know history, you don't know anything? It, wow. it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was lucky enough to get invited to a uh, screening Q&A reception, open bar, if you will, a top shelf. <laughs> oh, he had to throw that part in. Yes, uh, Adam <laughs> Scott and... Oh yeah, you you told me to put I, I'm Scott. I literally just walked out of the venue as as I finished my conversation with Adam Scott, and you told me to put him on the phone. I was curious, what did you want to ask Adam Scott? Oh, I was just I was just putting you on spot because you're like, yeah, I was hanging out with my buddy Adam Scott, and I'm like, oh, your buddy. Well, why don't you get him on the phone for you? <laughs> we had a long conversation. Hey, I saw cool. him at I saw him at the fucking AMC and Universal Studios too. Okay, look, it's like we we see this guy everywhere. It's all right, the guy gets around. That's celebrity so's mo, you know. Everyone's my everyone. Every celebrity's my buddy, right? <laughs> well, next time you need twenty bucks, call one of them. Okay, don't call okay. me. <laughs> Damn. 
right. We'll see how far this goes. All right. My oh, friend. man. Um, I haven't gotten to uh, Ted Lasso because they just dropped a uh, season three uh, trailer for that, which is kind of an interesting kind of artistic montage of everyone holding the believe word in, in different ways. Um, but yeah, feel, uh, I mean, just like, like too the touchy feely for me. I haven't gotten into it just because everybody's like, oh, it's so good. It's so, you just feel so yeah. good watching. I'm like, eh. It just feels Do you know what it reminds me of? Hilas, it reminds me of Major League. Because <laughs> it's it? the same premise, am I right? Like, well, in that case, I would watch it because Major League was hilarious. So, how so? What's, what's, the parallel, what's the parallel with Major League? Because um, that woman inherited the team and she was trying to lose, so she hired Ted Lasso, and that kind of was the premise of Major League. Okay. Like, I guess I forgot me. Like, remember the owner of the Indians? Oh, like, the, his ex his, uh, his wife inherited the team when he died, and she was trying to tank the team to move the team out. It was mm-hmm. pretty much the same story. I mean, it's. Huh. So okay. she got the worst players, and they turned out to win. Other than one's yeah. about baseball and one's about soccer, I, I guess. I yeah. yeah, but it's about the sporting, the frame of sport. That's interesting. I didn't think about that parallel, but I also didn't know that's what Ted Lasso was about. I didn't mm-hmm. know it was, let's hire an inept coach to to tank the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, to tank the team, and then they started mm-hmm. winning, so kind of like... That's pretty yeah. interesting. Okay, well then, in that case, maybe I will give it a try. There you go. There you go. I mean, it's the reason to get Apple TV, because... I know, Chachi, you don't subscribe to Apple TV. So. Well, all you yeah. got to do is buy one of their products. They give you three months for free. At it for a year, and I never watched it. You never used it, did you? Yeah. You watched the Beastie Boys documentary. That was cool. I did watch that. That was good. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just one, a couple more things, and I think we're um, pretty much uh, done. Um, Jeremy Redder uh, just gave, gave us an update on his, uh, his injury status because, you know, he was um, – pulled under a snowplow, right? Trying to, like, yeah. help his nephew and his snowcat, which is a snowplow, just literally, like, ran over him and, and broke off. He, like, he, he's a pretty awesome guy, too. I don't know if you guys ever got to work with him or not. I, mean, I never I got to work with him, no. I mean, he, he was, I mean, maybe this season, I mean, if you get up to uh, Pittsburgh, I mean. I'm in an audition for the show. I think Artie Hall has helped me with a few auditions. <laughs> for that what show, show was that? I, I cut out for a second. Mayor of uh, Mayor Town. Yeah. Jeremy Renner's show on Paramount Plus, but uh, he just updated us, basically. Um, he made an auto body repair joke, basically, um, and he said that he's in the shop working on himself as he recovers from the snowplow accident, and uh, he actually has a Disney Plus series called Renervations. You got you see where uh-huh. see that play on yeah. words there, uh-huh. Renervations, Jeremy <laughs> Renner, <laughs> which showcases... Hawkeye making a unique purpose of vehicles uh, around the globe for different communities. And apparently they should have built the snowcat a little better. Right. Um, sadly. Um, yeah. Sadly, sadly that uh, caused a very, very serious accident. So we, well wishes got the Jeremy Redder. Hopefully like he fully, fully uh, recovers. Um, can we talk about Madonna really quick and what, I mean, okay. you work at a med spa, Sarah, what, what did she get? What did she get done? Too much, way too much. I mean, you're probably the expert on what you got done. It looks like a lot of fillers and and Botox o- over time, like like with fillers, because it doesn't always dissolve. So your face is just piling up with filler, and it, it does eventually cause more wrinkles. It stretches out the skin. It begins so to fake. Oh. It adds weight to your face. 
So over time, unless like you're getting it dissolved and you can't even get it dissolved all the way, like a hundred percent. I mean, to get it all out, you have to take the skin layer and scrape the filler out. But basically scraper and then reattach the skin. She did way too much. I mean, she's 65, granted, but. I mean, you know, even with the, like, when she had the wrinkles, she didn't look terrible. No, I saw her back in 2015 concert, and she looked amazing, I thought. Are you going to the concert coming up? No. I've never never seen her in concert. I've never seen her either, so I I think I'm going to go to this one. But I can't tell, you know, what her expression is on stage, whether she's (laughs) happy or sad or excited or mad. It's just... Yeah, it's a shame though. Too, too mean, much messes you up. Yeah, she fired back at her haters saying she was blaming the camera, saying that it, it used a warped uh, effect or something. No, that's not like, the camera. That's 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 what that's she was something. saying. Yeah, she was blaming it on that, and you know, I don't know. But um, well, remember Michael Jackson? He said like, I mean, he didn't get plastic surgery either, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> it, your nose was not just saying after. Right. <laughs> It's uh, or Sammy Sosa said he put like skin cream on and turned his. Have you has anybody seen Sammy Sosa recently? What he looks like? No, I have not. He used to be a dark black man. He's white now. Oh my gosh! I and he look said this up. he said skin cream did that, and I was like, "There's no way skin cream did that." No, no. Michael Jackson used the vitiligo. Oh, excuse for getting that. Yeah, Sammy Sosa said he used some kind of skin cream and it turned his skin white. It's like up. that's not. I know there is a, a bleaching trend. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what he did. And I think he just. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Sammy Sosa back when he played baseball and what he looked oh like now. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah, it's shit. different shade of color now. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Oh, my God. He looks like a white guy. His hair yeah. is white. His hair is Caucasian looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happened? <laughs> that's what happens when you get paid a lot of money to play baseball. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, I told you that's crazy, isn't it? Oh wow! Oh my god, did you see this? Everybody Google Sammy Sosa, and there's a before. I've never seen a before and after so drastic. Well, I think the Michael Jackson one was the one. Yeah, but I think Sammy Sosa is worse than Michael Jackson, right? This one's worse. Yeah. Gosh, that's insane. And then it's insane before after. Yes. It, it's two different people. Oh my god! Welcome to the club, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> it looks like he's preparing for a role on television or something. It looks like he's running for office in the, um, <laughs> on, the, on, the on the right. <laughs> <laughs> but the hair is Caucasian now. Can can he blame that on the disorder? The the, the no, I don't think so. So he no. he he's trying to just change his identity. Yeah, I think so. Oh my goodness gracious! Wow. His time, I mean, I think he's part of my family now. <laughs> does he look like a family man? <laughs> yeah, I think he does. Like, oh my god, that's crazy. But I've heard of, I've heard people like they're bleach their 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 asshole. Have yeah. heard of people? Oh, people eat anal bleach? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my What's gosh. Do you do that at the med spa? Do you do that at the med spa? No, but I get so many phone calls asking about anal bleaching, and I'm like, really? Do you not do it? Yeah, apparently it's popular. <laughs> that sounds so painful and so unnecessary. Well, they want the they want the the, the dark area of the skin to be lighter to match yeah. like, 
their skin tone, right? But who's it that much? For some people, the the crotch area is darker, right? Yep. And and like the asshole, <laughs> right? So I do <laughs> I do know a colleague of mine that that had that done, and it's a guy. I'm like, why would a, a straight guy who who alleges he's straight yeah. get anal bleaching done? I mean, maybe yeah. gay guys would. Maybe but, his wife told him to do it. Maybe. Maybe. What, so are are dark assholes out of style now? <laughs> like, we we do offer PRP shots for both men and women, where we will take your blood, spin it, and take the plasma and inject it into uh, the penis to make it bigger or make you last longer. And for females, same sort of thing. Damn. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like who figured that? Who figured that out? That that works. Um, I I don't know who who experimented with that to figure that part out, but it's, it's like, only something you'll get like a plug pot. It's very popular. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Surprisingly, uh, see, I I think I, that would pass. I mean, mine's fine. That okay. Seems so painful. Good to know yeah, that Darth Paul's uh, yeah, lightsaber. Paul, update. Yeah. Your lightsaber is working. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Well, this is a great. Hey, thing I'm a big to... guy, so I mean, it's like, oh, okay, I'm okay I see. with my. Oh, I, okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. See, even like nationally being six eight, you even just proportion, you just have to think about that. Okay. So it's like, okay. Some right. of the ladies can can uh, pay attention to. Anybody slide into uh, Darth Paul's DMs on Twitter. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, men, women, whatever you want to do. <laughs> no, I see. I don't, I don't go that way. It's like. A... <laughs> Awesome. Um, any last minute plugs? No, I awesome. don't have anything coming right. out. I mean, All I, maybe, to... I guess Mayor of uh, Kingstown just came out. So, I mean, I was on okay. that. I mean, that's. If you want to plug Darth Paul, slide into his DMs. <laughs> and, uh, like, nice. He's got, he's got a very pale <laughs> asshole. Below the belt show.com, the place to be. Um, all our social media is on there, and all of our uh, all the um outlets are streaming outlets to listen to our show, except for Spotify. <laughs> Go, why are you not on Spotify? Well, we are, but I not skip that. Oh, um, you know, anyways, they, they don't they don't like some of our shows for some reason. Um, but listen to it there, and um. Yours truly will be in a regional commercial um, first week of March. I believe it's dropping, so I'll be able to talk about it when I can. So Awesome. Awesome. That's cool. Awesome. All right, guys. I'll somehow right. try to figure out how to put this. Uh, now, I do have a yeah. question. Is it going to be a reoccurring character from like the last commercial, or is it a different character? It's not a turkey. It's not a, uh, not a turkey. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying, if you played that character in every single commercial, I'd be like, that would be awesome. I, mean, I would love like, that yeah. because that's what flow from Progressive is. That's what Jake from State Farm is, and that would yeah. be like another like huge salary. A turkey guy from every commercial, yeah. like for just random things. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, with Sean Cradle here, um, I don't really have much to talk about uh, WWE, but uh, I know the Elimination Chamber is uh, looking like a pretty strong card right before WrestleMania, isn't it? This weekend, yeah. This sun, this, this Saturday, yeah. So they Saturday night, yes. So did WWE pull their shows from Sun, their super shows from Sunday because of football, or was it UFC? I can't recall what the reason was. I, I think it was football. 
No, not, not really because of football. It's because they actually got more people to attend on Saturday. Oh. And realized, they, re- they also realized that instead of worrying about people going back to work on Monday, have the show on Saturday, more people spend more money on Saturdays. Okay. Uh, yeah, but um, let's talk about a few of the matches that we're going to see. Um, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn for the Universal Championship. Of course, I think it's zero, like, chance and zero chance that Sami yeah, Zayn. Yeah, I, I don't like that idea. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't they, like, I mean, I would have put Cody against uh, Roman Reigns because then you would, they could be either way. But why well, would that's you, WrestleMania. That's WrestleMania. I know that's you, WrestleMania, but I mean, as I said, like, I mean, if Cody wins, Roman could have to win it back from Cody. You know what I mean? No, no, we want that first encounter to be at the grandest stage of all. Why would you want to give that match earlier? You know, I don't, I don't feel that but that's Sam, right now. Sami Zayn's like the hottest babyface they got right now. Right. So do well, you he's think... like the he's like the modern day Daniel Bryan? Am I right? Yes. Like if he's like he's like, he's like the fans' choice kind of like where the WWE doesn't want to push him, but he's like kind of popular enough where he just gets the push now. Yeah, if you saw that reaction at the end of the Royal Rumble when he hit Roman with the chair. Yeah. I mean, he's he's their number one guy, even if they don't want him to be. So right. where they're at. And it's in Montreal. So imagine that crowd this weekend. Uh, oh, yeah, they're gonna go see, they always make the hometown hero lose on big matches, don't they? Why do they do that shit? Well, well actually, could they have him win and then like... By DQ or Cause, something? Because then you, but you still have two titles because, I mean, you could just separate the titles. Nah. Just have him win one belt. Listen, it, they're, it's not, they're not strange to change in the belt in February. Remember, mm-hmm. like, guys like Eddie Guerrero won right before WrestleMania. So the title can change. Now, Roman's at, what, 900 days as champion? I, right. I can't see them doing it, but uh, never say never. Do you think they could possibly change things and say that Roman will only defend the WWE title, not the Universal title? Yeah, yeah. that's what I think they should do because you should have three titles. Like, I don't want to give you a chance at both my titles. Maybe just the right. There's like a big rumor that they want to split the titles up again. And so, I think that's what they should do. I think they should have one Universal title, WrestleMania, and it's a name only. So like. You could be the universal champion for the year, and then you have like there's SmackDown title or the Raw title during the for people to fight through, throughout the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like a Super Bowl type of thing. Yeah, but see, he held them both for what over a year now. Yeah, I know it's and it's tying everything up. So like you have nobody else wrestling for any purpose. Yeah, I mean maybe they'll have him defend um, against Sammy one night the WWE title and then the Universal title defend against um code i don't know they, they could do a couple things to to still yeah. keep roman's belt that he's had the longest to keep that you ring probably, going and, and then dropping another title you'll probably see sammy fight for another championship at wrestlemania okay i think that's gonna be the tag t- titles with with uh kevin owens versus the usos that's my well i don't um, know he might have one of the usos on his side though until saturday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until Saturday. There you were you're ready. Are you writing for WWE, Sean? Because you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> what about the men's um elimination chamber match? You have Austin Theory, the US champion, Seth Rollins, Johnny Gorgano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and I have no idea why Montez Ford is in this. They're that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he's a he's in a high profile tag team, but anyways. 
because they've been talking about splitting that team up for a while and okay. might be the start of that. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I go back to other teams like, you know, crime time and whatever, man. You start yeah. splitting teams up. They, and they, they, up. they get they lost in shuffle. And, uh, yeah. Enzo and Cass is another one. Yes. Yeah. That team up and they're both gone. So sometimes yeah. Well, they're both crazy, too, so, I mean, that has something to do with it also. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I possibly see um, Seth Rollins winning because I, I would. Lo- I think it would be cool to have an Intercontinental title match with Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania. What are your thoughts? Because you know that's the match they're going for at WrestleMania. I'm sure, sure. Does that mean the championship? Yeah, that's a good point, too. You're right. Keep it on uh, Austin Theory and have him defend against somebody else. Well, see, I also don't like the Austin Theory push, too, because, I mean, it's just, just, I don't know, it just seems like too much. Too much too soon, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, he never should have got the money in a bank briefcase, and they wasted that, so. Yeah. Right where he needs to be, though, with the U.S. Chamber. Yeah, well, they wasted it with Otis, too, so it's like, th- their money in the bank briefcase really doesn't do anything anymore. No. Yeah, maybe they should kill the gimmick going forward. Um, then we have oh, the women's. Next- that they moved it to London next year. Oh, it's in London next year. Okay. Or this year, I should say. Right. Yeah. Okay. So huge. It's they say it's going to be even bigger than before. So. Okay. All right. So the women's elimination chamber: Ra- Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Asuka, Natalia, and Carmella. And the winner will face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. It's got to be Asuka. I mean, that's the only. No, see, I, I, I think I it's know. gonna be. I think it's gonna be Liv Morgan because I mean, really, the way they're okay. pushing her. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking WrestleMania. I know Oscar's got this new dark Oscar gimmick, you know. Well, it's not new. It's what she had in. Uh, okay, in, she's like she's a like it's, it's, it's new for the WWE, I guess. It's not new for the NXT. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I'm, I'm very curious to see what happens there. And then you have the mixed tag. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Um, of course, Rhea Ripley's got a big WrestleMania match against Charlotte yeah. Flair. Um, I don't. I this is toss up for me. I'm not sure who's going to go over on this one. How about you, Sean? Who, who are you picking on this? Yeah, oh, it's got to be Rhea Ripley and Judgment Day. Yeah. That momentum going, and I think uh, rumor is. Edge and Balor, Hell in the Cell at WrestleMania. So okay, that'd be a nice match. Yeah, I can dig that. I think that's a great match. And of course, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. This is the the rubber match, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Suppose. <laughs> we'll get the rematch again next month. Do you think they're gonna fight again at WrestleMania, or you think this is the end of their feud? No, they'll fight again. I think they'll fight again at WrestleMania. Okay. Maybe you had a Walter in the mix, right? Uh, no, I think it's no, too soon. Think, They're just pushing him. I too think soon. it might be a little, might be a little hurt business going on on this side. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Some interesting predictions from we called him Mr. Wrestling. Shady was the walking encyclopedia of wrestling <laughs> knowledge. I know that. Well, what about the return on AEW? You're going to bring that one up or no? Nah, I don't really have any idea of his stuff unless you do. Well, I mean, well, I I heard rumors that CM Punk might return next week. There are rumors about that. uh, That he's supposedly coming, that they worked everything out. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, 
with these ratings, they need them back bad. Yeah. So the ra- the ratings are slipping with AEW. Yeah. Well, I mean, the they started like the usually like a million really high at eight o'clock, but by ten o'clock, it's down to like seven hundred thousand. So they they mm-hmm. lose three hundred thousand over the course of two hours. Wow. Smokes. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah, Sarah, what are your thoughts? So who do you think? <laughs> I have no idea about <laughs> people are like. See, next week she needs to watch wrestling and then 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 she can comment on. Did you ever have a favorite wrestler? That you watched back in the day? Like John Cena or The Rock or somebody? Not really. You okay. know. Oh. Not really. Okay, that's fair. Hulk Hogan? <laughs> Sarah does At not least know more wrestling. John Cena is more modern, you know? Yeah, or John Out- Cena. Well, can you tell Out- us here? Outback Jack? Outback Jack. You go way too obscure for Sarah Snuffleupagus. <laughs> she knows her Sesame Street, though, right? She does, yeah. <laughs> Love, love me some Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> That's how she got. Wasn't Elmo name. canceled? Is he back now, or is he still canceled? Oh, I don't know to be honest. Because <laughs> I could have sworn they canceled Elmo for like, wasn't he like doing? He said something. He did something. I forget what he did. Was he tickling inappropriately? No, he, he's the one that was getting tickled. Oh, oh, he's, oh, he's the one getting tickled. Okay. <laughs> was that considered like, uh, you know, the, you know? Harassment? I forget what it was. It was something that he got canceled for. Uh, I just uh, the guy who played Elmo. Oh, the guy! Oh, the guy oh, who played exactly. Elmo! Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. The cancel culture is is real, guys. You know, it's Justin Roiland, Rick and Morty, no longer. Yeah, what did you know. say? I know. Man, but wasn't it? Wasn't Justin Roiland? Was I didn't read about it, but wasn't it? Well, like, he had all like kinds of stuff. Wife or something? Or hold on, Paul. Let, let speak. <laughs> was he beating his wife? I didn't read about it. I just saw it was domestic dis- abuse or something, but. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the thing was, that he he never went to trial. That they were not confirmed accusations, wow. mm-hmm. but yet they 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 thought that was enough to to completely cancel him. Wow. Well, I think they found found like past posts or something too, where it was like kind of inappropriate to young girls or something. They can dig through that uh, social media. I mean, I guess if you have yeah. any um, controversial tweets, delete them now, people. Well, nothing says everything about us today than some innocuous shit we said when we were drunk eight years ago. Oh, God, so, yes. Here you go. Eight years ago. Did, did, has anybody, cl- um, you know, cleaned up their social medias for inappropriate jokes or anything like that? I don't care. I got in trouble for uh, jerking around on set before. You did. You got kicked off a of set, didn't you? I didn't get kicked oh. off set. I just was asked not to come back. You weren't, you weren't asked to return. You weren't asked to return. If we're jerking around, you said? See, but the, here's the thing. If you're joking with people who are playing prostitutes and it's back and forth, you shouldn't get in trouble for that. Am I right or wrong? I mean, it depends on the context of the uh, the jokes. Well, oh. they made a mistake and gave me like a wheelbarrow full of wood. So, I mean, I kind of like made some of those comments and oh, then I, I also made other going. comments. That... I see where it's going. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. But as I said, it was a back and forth. It wasn't just like a one-sided thing and it wasn't me being just a jerk. It was like, they were saying stuff, and I would just comment back. It could be an actress that portrays a prostitute does not necessarily mean that they. I, I know, but I mean, as I said, it was like between you know, me and like another one, one girl, and I think somebody else might have had the issue with it. It wasn't, as I said, it was just us joking back and forth. Okay. Oh, I just uh, read Arts uh, Hall. Um, yeah. But I think we're gonna wrap up anyways. I think we're gonna wrap. So. Okay. Uh, no, I'll, I'll take the credit for that then. So. 
Yeah, Thank that's okay. No, I, that, I pretty much wrapped. Uh, We've been on here until our 900th show. I will be here until our 900th show, but we do have some rest in <laughs> pieces. Um, yeah. For those that are no longer with us, um, Raquel Welch, does anyone know who she is? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah she was all that. iconic sex symbol um, who uh, was in the Three Musketeers, one million years BC, had passed away at the age of 82. I mean, if you look at old pictures of her, like, she was gorgeous. Stunning. Even recently. The original like model actress, right? Supermodel yeah. actress, combo, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. We also lost um, Austin Majors, former child actor, known uh, for his role in NYPD Blue. Died at the age of twenty-seven. Is he related to Lee Majors at all, or no? I don't believe he is. No. Because no, I mean, he'd it. be like right age to be his kid, but I mean, I yeah. Don't... It's always sad when a young person dies because there was another young yeah. actor that passed uh-huh. away. Yeah. His name was Cody Longo. He was in uh, Nashville, Days of Our Lives, uh, Hollywood Heights, passed away. Oh, man. Um, we also lost uh, Zia Monyedin, a British-Pakistani actor known for the Lawrence of Arabia, Mecca Conception films, Passage to India. And we also lost Dave Hollis, former, former Disney executive who left uh, Disney after 16 years to become an influencer. Really? Who goes from really? being executive to an influencer? Isn't it like you start as an influencer? That, that seems like a right, yeah. step down. In our, in our... <laughs> right? Sarah, you're, in a, you're considered an influencer, right? I mean, would you go from executive back to influencing? Or I don't know. No. That doesn't make sense. Does it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we also lost Jerry Jarrett. Um, he's the dad. Oh, of yeah, Jeff. that was sad. Yeah, See, that's the wrestling one right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was founder, a wrestling promoter. Mm. I mean, what else did, well, did he? I know he founded TN, TNA. What else did he found? What was he before that? Sean, you will know the answer. Uh, uh, more so with Memphis wrestling. Oh, okay, but no, I know okay. TNA was a big one he had recently. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, that's um, that's that's episode eight hundred in the books, man. So. I'm going to play a, a soundbite of a few people that sadly left us who have been uh, BTV co-hosts over the years. And that's uh, one of them is our beloved Koki. Um, Jason Light was a fixture on Below the Belt show, providing comedy, um, just <laughs> unfiltered, unfiltered, unfiltered um, commentary that was probably inappropriate for most mm-hmm. listening audiences. He wasn't afraid to say what he thought. Yeah. Uh, he made us laugh. Um, he always did his Christmas renditions, um, perverted Christmas renditions. So he'd pretty much do yeah. the weird Al Yankovic versions of these Christmas songs. And we also lost comedian CJ Bernie, who's uh, he was a nice who's, guy. Yeah, a really nice guy who's been a guest co-host on Below the Belt Show. He also did. Um, um, graphic design from um, MCW Pro Wrestling, right, Sean? Yes, he did. For yeah. Yeah. And we also lost Siren, the entertainer Davis, um, a great performer, singer. Um, and uh, over the years, yeah, we lost those folks and probably a few more than, you know, that maybe called into Blue Show, a few celebrities over the years. But uh, just a little soundbite of, um, of those. Um, that uh, have joined us on the B2B airwaves as guest co-hosts that are no longer with us. I'm going to play that um, before we end the show. 
So listen into the soundbite if you can. Here we go. CJ Bernie. Hello, people out there. I just want to let you know work release is, is a wonderful thing. Just want to let you guys know. <laughs> I'm out. I don't have to eat green bologna no more. I'm good. <laughs> I am here live at U U M. Was it UMBC? WNBC at UMBC. WNBC at UMBC. That's right. You guys have man. a great arena. Serena. <laughs> of course. Is he is he less endowed? Um. Well, who? Tom Welling. Compared to yeah. Compared to the boyfriend, well, see, it's all different because Tom Welling has this vibrating action that my boyfriend doesn't have, so I can't hold that against him, you know. You know. But also, Tom it, Welling has been with me for a long time, and he knows, you so, know, where so all the So, Sabrina, you call, tell your boyfriend to call me to take one of my classes, and he will oh, have. Did you guys the vibrating, know? Doctor licks a lot of pussies' <laughs> classes every yes, day. We'll have a vibrating. I, I cover PM. vibrating in my class, actually. <laughs> with, I believe with the it. Lips in the tongue, it's 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 in the class. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Christmas show. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Birds flying high, you know what I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. Yeah, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. Ooh, and I'm feeling good. That was Koki, Saturday Entertainer Davis, comedian C.J. Bernie, who have uh, been guest co-hosts on a Below the Belt show uh, wow. during our 800 episodes, and we will miss them very, very much, guys. Shame. So rest in peace to them. But guys, yeah. it's been a tremendous show from top. It's great to that time. we had this show that we could archive, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. such great moments from people who are, you know, no longer with us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a sad note, but nonetheless, you know, uh, 800 is a milestone. we like to thank everybody that was on the panel. My gosh, we had a lot of people here tonight, didn't we? It was. Yeah, too many. Yeah. Too, too many. Well, it's 800 episode. Yeah. We had to... <laughs> Starting with the first half of the show, we had Morgan Fabulous, the yes. one and only, yep. Your Grace, uh, Big Nick, a.k.a. The Captain. Thank you, Big Nick, for joining us. We also had the one and only Darth Paul Wallace, the Sith Lord. Thank you for joining I am a Sith Lord. That's right. We also had <laughs> BTB original, Mr. Wrestling himself, formerly of MCW Pro Wrestling, Sean Cradle. Check out. Hey, come on more often. I will. I shall. And I'll be back because I have something to promote next month. Oh, next oh, month. I have something to promote. Nice. Yeah, look at that. There's a cliffhanger. Ooh. All right. Oh, we'll be, that means you got to be back next month. And of course, uh, the realtor feature film uh, coming out as well. Yes. So look out for that. Uh, we'd like to thank, of course, Art Hall, 
um, podcaster extraordinaire, listen to That Was Disappointing and Subversive Cinema podcasts. Art had to drop without saying goodbye. Kind of gave us the uh, the Irish goodbye. Didn't the didn't say goodbye. Just kind of left us ghosted us. You know, that's okay. Irish Irish American. Irish American goodbye, right? <laughs> He's like, it's and, time to go. And Sarah's gonna give us the hashtag mixed goodbye, right? <laughs> 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 hashtag mixed in the house. Sarah Snuffleupagus Bentman, thank you so much uh, for joining us, guys. We will be back next week for 801 episode, yeah. and we're closing out. Wait, how about me, bitch? You don't think about me? Yeah, yeah, you forgot about Jackson. He's been here forever. We're gonna say you're gonna say it in the 1600 show. Yeah. Say goodbye to me. Chachi McFly, the king of the 80s. I'm sorry. Well, it's been can a long ride. Can we, can we do that again? No, that's fine. Let's find the way it is. No, let's find the way it is. Okay. That seems like something I would do on the eight hundredth episode too. Forget I, I forget to. Been here the whole time. After you become forget forgetful after eight hundred shows. You see, you guys. Yeah. Shows. See <laughs> how you remember shit. Dementia, dementia is yeah. uh, <laughs> pulling me. He pulled a Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> oh wow all right <laughs> paul make a political right before we leave <laughs> i know you always look like political <laughs> science and woke culture oh my god anyway we're, we're trying to talk about we're trying to talk about fake dicks on the show and you gotta make it all political <laughs> hey i didn't talk about sean penn yet uh, uh, so save, with, it's up for next time we're so I'll save it for next time we're ending tonight with Mike the General Zod's interview, amazing interview with Billy That's West. Cool. You might know him as the voice of Ren and Stimpy and many characters on Futurama. It was a great interview at Farpoint Con, um, a fan-run event uh, convention right in Hunt Valley, Maryland, that, that we got yep. to check out um, over the weekend. So thank you so much, the Farpoint Con, Con team, uh, for um, having us um, – do some interviews with uh, Billy West and uh, the Alas Rockies, Carlos and Riley. So here's the interview guys. And uh, we say goodbye. And until yeah. next time, peace. Hi everyone. Welcome to below the belt show slash click on this. And we are here at the illustrious McCormick's Week at Farpoint Convention here in beautiful Hunt Valley, Maryland. And we have, and I'm Mike the General Zod, and we have an amazing guest for you today. We have a legendary voice actor who, uh, whose career spans four decades, and that is the illustrious Billy West. Illustrious. That's a good word. Of course, of course. Everyone knows yeah. your voice. Um, yeah, I've I, um, been around long enough, you know, and it's uh, all the stuff that I've done. It's kind of like the rewards of a misspent youth. <laughs> well, when I, when I think about it. Well, for anyone who hasn't, you know, who's apparently been living in solitary confinement for the past, I don't know, four decades, uh, this is the guy who brought you Rennet and Stimpy. And uh, from Futurama, we have Fry and Doc my personal favorite, Dr. Zoidberg. And um, you were also uh, Professor Farnsworth. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, Fry. Greetings from the year 3000. It still sucks. <laughs> and um, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs>
You need an autograph? Why not Zoidberg? <laughs> Why not? And Zap Brannigan. Um, Kiff, inform the men. I made it with a woman. <laughs> so was the was the velour line your idea? If you were Zap Brannigan, I, it was my idea to say it like that. Okay. Because that's what the word looks like. It's yeah. it's a French word and it's velour. <laughs> for for years, I got to tell you, for years and years after that, you know that that first that episode came out. I would go behind my... My sister is a little bit younger than I am, and, mm-hmm. and we were watching it at about the same time, and I would go, ooh, you want some velour? And I used to do that all the time. It would <laughs> it would bug the hell out of her, but, you know, it was perfect. So you, you had a huge impact, at least a huge impact into the weird dynamic between me and my sister. Where oh, she, that's good to know. Yes. <laughs> So, I guess the first thing I want to ask you is, you know, you, you, I mean, it would be, it would be a disservice to call it anything, but you are a giant in the voice act, in the, you know, the voice industry. Like, did you always intend to go into voice acting or did you? uh... No, I did not. Um, I was a musician first and foremost. I wanted to be, uh, you know the best guitar player in the world. I used to um, spend tons of time practicing. I was in bands. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of music? Rock and roll music. Um, and I, you know, just... Uh, I, they took away my spandex lesson, uh, license in 1978. The spandex license, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> it was the glitter bands. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I went in to try stand-up comedy in Boston... And nobody told me you had to have an act. I used to just pull stuff out of my posterior. And, and uh, some nights it was great, and some you'd go to hell in a twisted metal fireball. But, um, but then radio, the opportunity to go on the radio came up in Boston around 1979. And um, I realized that I, that's kind of the place where I should be. Uh-huh. Because I could write stuff, I could edit, I could produce it, and I could record it, and I could also voice it. You know, and that's where I learned everything, really, um, on that this morning show in Boston. And then um, after about nine years at the radio station, I um, moved to New York. We started um, working with Howard Stern in uh, New York. Hey, Robin, I just farted. <laughs> 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 yeah, what are you laughing at? <laughs> that's awesome. That's so. You're hiding. You get no hair, right? I, that's why you wear the hat. Oh, that's why. That's always why I wear the hat. Here, yeah. If you want to see, let it shine, brother. Yeah. I uh, I probably should shave it, but I don't. But it's like, I, well, I do like about once a week, but I should shave it more. Yeah. What do you do, girls? Guys, what do you like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm into girls. Into girls. Huh? <laughs> That's good. Which, which one? C cup? D cup? What do you like? <laughs> oh, man. That would... Uh, oh, I haven't... I haven't really thought about Howard in a while, but that is... That's so perfect. But that's what he does. Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be no show. Yeah, there I would, know. There wouldn't be a show if he didn't go, you know... You know. Uh, go off on this and that and the other thing. Exactly. And, and something like that... Could not. I mean, you couldn't start something like that today. You know, that would. I mean, he'd be. No, he was an original. Yeah, he was. I mean, whether you, whether you love him or hate him, uh, 
he was an innovator mm -hmm. um, by all definitions as far as I'm concerned. And I've worked with a lot of innovators. I've been very lucky. And I know how they work. I know how they, they seem to divine stuff out of thin air. Mm -hmm. You know, like Matt Groening. Right. Uh, created a, a thou at least a thousand characters. Yeah. And you've, uh, you have a long-standing relationship with, a uh, professional relationship with, uh, with Matt Groening. Yes. Where, like, I mean, you've been on Futurama. I mean, obviously, you're on Futurama. You're like, you are Futurama, pretty much. And uh, then... You know, you, you've done assorted characters on The Simpsons, too, right? Um, not really. The, I was imitated on The Simpsons by uh, Hank Azaria and Dan Castaneda. They were doing an impression of uh, Ren and Stimpy once, oh, a long okay. time ago. <clears throat> but I did do an episode <clears throat> of uh, The Simpsons. It was called uh, Simpsorama. Yeah, I remember the, it was a uh, crossover. the crossover where Bender goes back in time. I want to yeah, say, yeah. That was fun because, um, you know, to, to work with the voice people on the show mm -hmm. um, was something that I, I always imagined that we would do, but I didn't think we'd, we'd get to it, and we did. And I was thrilled. So when you do the when you do the voice acting on the show, are you all usually in the same studio? Yes. Or, oh, you are. Okay. Yeah, so we're just like you know, um, there's setups and there's stands where you keep the scripts and whatnot, and there'll be Katie and there'll be John and mm -hmm. Lauren, Tom and uh, Dave Herman and Phil Lamar, Tress McNeil, yeah. Maurice Lamar. That's like a that's like a murderer's row. Yeah, it kind of is. Actors. It kind of is. I mean, it's it, a lot of people. It's a strange feeling to wake up in the morning and go walk into a room full of genius-level performers. It's mm -hmm. like you, you feel like you've got to be on your game. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, you want to keep the bar off the ground. Right, right. Yeah. And that's, if uh, we need the bar to fall on the ground, we'll bring in a celebrity to do, do a voice. Then, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that, much. <laughs> do I uh, do? And are those celebrities usually in the in the studio with you too, or do they usually pre-record them? They sometimes work with them um, alone, but you know, it's, times are different now. Um, we used to record all together all the time. And Katie was available, mm -hmm. um, but she's never not been a star, and she's <clears throat> one show and then another and mm -hmm. another. So it's hard to get her to record with us. But she was with us the other day, and I I just absolutely love her. And um, we um, we've been recording the the latest uh, incarnation of the show. Right, right, and that's something you know when we're talking about. The latest incarnation of the show. That comes out, I want to say, later this year or... Later this year. Yeah. In... It's going to be on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And that is super, super duper exciting. I'm because... thrilled, you know, I'm thrilled to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of those, like, Futurama is a show where, you know, it it's like a it's like a horror movie villain where you think you it's dead and it comes back. <laughs> it's a zombie show. It's a, it, yeah, and it comes back, and it comes back even more i mean for the most part like it comes back better and better every time yeah well they they make sure they work hard to to keep that standard up um i know uh that i pour it on you know like i always did whenever i walked into a session i just wanted to give everybody a thousand percent more than they ever expected and that's kind of a work ethic that i have yeah, not showing off, just like bringing bringing as much art and taste to mm -hmm. stuff. How yeah. much uh, how much control? I mean, 
I, I would imagine that the answer to this question would be different now at this point in your career compared to when Futurama started. Mm-hmm. But uh, how much like creative control do you have over? Like, are you able to ad lib and or improv? They welcome it after you do the business at hand. Uh, you have to honor the words of the writers. You have to honor that script, and then uh, sometimes they'll say, "Have you got a? Have you got a? An idea for something?" You know, just ask, um, or or I might have an idea for something and ask mm-hmm. if I can try something. They're always willing to to let that happen because sometimes you'll get something serendipitously, mm-hmm. you know, that that might be better than what was there. Do you have any examples of that? It's okay if you don't, but um, um, off the top of your head. Well, I remember one day um, we had a table read. We were over at Fox, and it's this. Um, oval-shaped big table and all the writers and the producers and the actors are all there and then there's people from Fox and um, wherever you sit <clears throat> your name tag is there because it tells you where you're going to be sitting and I sat there and I picked up my name tag and I went Billy West what kind of a phony fake name is that <laughs> and uh, and the writers were right there and they listened they were listening to that and I never had a clue but they wrote it into an episode. Oh, they did. Yes. Wow. So that's uh, did they? Uh, that's uh, that's. Was it the actual like? It, it was. Re- what happened was um, Fry was walking around and, and Bender comes out of the woods and he goes, "Who are you?" His name's uh, Billy West. I'm a simple farmer. <laughs> and, and Fry goes, "Billy West. What kind of a fake phony name is that?" <clears throat> You know, that's kind of like the, because uh, it's interesting because, you know, when you look at, look you, look you, when we look you up on IMDb, you mm-hmm. share the name Billy West with some, like, silent movie. Silent movie actor. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, uh, and thankfully you're the first one that comes up when you type oh, in Billy good. West. That's good. But I think that's. As, that's some axe murderer. Yeah. yeah. No, um, that actor was a chaplain impersonator. Billy oh, West really? was a chaplain impersonator. That's what he did. Yeah. Well, I mean, you Pretty know. funny. Yeah. Every, every legend has copies. <laughs> anyway, so we... Um, so another question I wanted to ask you about, and, and it ties in with the, uh, with the new reboot of Futurama, is... There was a, a fair amount of controversy behind, like, John DiMaggio had some, you know, con- I won't call them contract demands, but mm-hmm. he, was, he, was, he was threatening to, uh, to walk. Well, that stuff happens, you know. It happened on The Simpsons numerous times. Oh, yeah. Um, stuff happens, you know. I mean, uh, you just you try to um, get as much as the traffic will bear, and sometimes uh, things go your way, sometimes it doesn't. But mm-hmm. um, but everybody's we're all intact. The cast is is solid, and, and you guys are super tight. Like, do you hang out outside of? Uh... You know what? There's no time to do stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, but but I mean, we have. Okay. Sure. Like, well, if we if we are doing a convention where we all were invited, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll we'll have breakfast and lunch and screw around after with the show. And, mm-hmm. But. Um, it's always fun. It's always I hold these people in such high esteem that you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is there, are there any uh, outside of Futurama? Are there any 
characters you'd like to revisit and go go back to and do more? Well, we with? are doing that. They're doing Ren and Stimpy again. Oh, that's uh, that's a uh, then that's a happy, happy, joy, happy, joy, happy, joy, joy. Shut up, you fool! Yes, I shall kill you. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> so uh, I'm doing that again. I'm screaming and yelling like 31 years ago, and I told. Uh-huh. Them, I said, things are different now. I'm 71. And I said, you better keep a paramedic in the lobby, you know. <laughs> I don't want to stroke out when I'm in there. I know I'm kind of like, you know, silly and boyish, but, but I'm still an old, an old geezer. Right, right. <laughs> so was there, was, there anything, was, was there anything about, like, you know, because John Crick Falusi also had, had, some, uh, had some bad behavior that... Yes. <laughs> that and I guess uh, you know Red and Stiffy is like a corporate you know it's like corporate IP so yeah, it doesn't yeah. really matter who the creators well, are. Well, he was he was a little more dissolute than anybody realized, and uh-huh. uh, but that stuff that went on did not happen when I was on the scene. This oh. happened like after, way after the fact. So. Okay, but um, well, you know it's tough, but I mean the the show goes on. Of course, and uh, what I can say is. Thank you so much for uh, for your time and sure. for uh, being in, uh, you know, for agreeing to an interview with a scrappy little outlet like ours. Mm-hmm. If you could, uh, if we could ask, uh, could you give us a little promo? Just yes. say, hey, I'm Billy West. Mm-hmm. This is Below the Belt Show. And then okay. you know, make some sort of okay. snarky comment. All right. Snarky. Oh, snarky. With a capital S. Sure. Sure. Hey, this is Billy West from Show Business. Hello? There's nobody there. I don't care if there's anybody there. Um, this is below the belt. I want to show you that. <laughs> that is awesome. Once again, thank you very much. Good thing. And, it, and this, if I could ask one question, what yes. can you tell us about the Red and Stippy reboot? I, can I, I tell you? Yeah, what can you tell us about it? I don't know. It's it's wild. It's, it's uh, gonna be wild. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to compete with nowadays. Okay. You know, in its day, it was kind of groundbreaking, uh-huh. but now you've got like a zillion animated things. You've got the world of anime. You've got you know this show, that show, and and everybody is trying to rip it up <clears> and get <throat> as much attention as they can. Um, so you know that's what you got to compete with. So they they want to come in. Uh, uh, with some velocity. Yeah. Awesome. We can awesome. see it. Sure. Thank you. All Thank right. you so much. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.